Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, the 13th day of September. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. It has been more than 24 hours since the strongest lead yet emerged in the search for escape murderer Danilo Cavalcante. For nearly two weeks, the armed prisoner evaded capture, possibly enduring driving rains overnight. Cavalcante is believed to be within the search perimeter in Chester County after he stole a rifle that had a scope and a flashlight and was loaded with ammunition from a garage and fled a homeowner's gunfire on Monday night. Heavily armed police descended on the South Coventry Township area closing roads and telling residents to lock their doors, windows, cars, and outbuildings. Helicopters and planes are flying above and armed crews and tactical gear are walking through fields, forests, and backyards looking for Cavalcante. State police say the convict was last spotted at 8 p.m. Monday when a motorist saw a man crouched along the wood line of the south side of Fairview Road west of Route 100 in East Natmail Township. Uh, she turned around to get another look, but police say by that time the man was gone. Troopers and a Border Patrol tactical team responded to the scene and found footprints in the mud identical to the prison shoes Cavalcante was wearing, police said. Police tracked the footprints and found both the prison shoes had been discarded. Police say another resident in the immediate area reported a pair of work boots that had been stolen from her front porch. Police found a green sweatshirt and a white t-shirt believed to belong to Cavalcante discarded near the edge of the driveway. Upwards of 500 law enforcement are engaged uh, in securing the current perimeter. Governor Josh Shapiro visited the command center in Unionville on Tuesday and said the agents and officers working in this case have his full support. The leading decongestant used by millions of Americans looking for relief from a stuffy nose is likely no better than a dummy pill, according to the government experts who reviewed the latest research on the long-questioned drug ingredient. Yeah. Seriously. For uh, years. For years they've questioned it, though. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that. Uh, advertisers to the Food and uh, Drug Administration voted unanimously. Sorry, advisors, not advertisers. Uh, <laughs> voted unanimously on Tuesday against the effectiveness of the ingredient found in popular versions of Sudafed, Allegra, Dayquil, and other medications stocked on store shelves. The FDA assembled uh, its outside uh, to take a look at um, what's labeled PE, which became the main drug in over-the-counter decongestion when medicines uh, with an older ingredient, uh, pseudoephedrine, was removed, uh, was moved behind pharmacy counters. Uh, if the FDA follows through on the panel's recommendation, Johnson & Johnson, Bayer, and other drug ma- makers could be required to pull their oral medications containing PE from store shelves. Yeah, that would leave so many shelves empty because there's a ton of products of on this list. Yeah, that would likely... Does Sky Rizzi still work? <laughs> well, I think so. What they might have to do, they can still make those products, but it, uh, a lot of them are multi-symptom products. Products. Yeah, so they would have to take, take out the congestion out. part. Of I it. would think, uh, but, but that but would be all new. I mean, they would have this, to take them off. It'd be all new boxing. It'd be all new labeling. Yeah, totally. The stuff works. Um, it's just how it's distributed. If you, if you take it orally, it doesn't work as well. If it's the same stuff that you use, are you going to get to that yeah, part? Okay. So, yeah. so if they took it off the shelves, which they're saying will be yeah. a big process, that would likely force consumers to switch to the behind-the-counter pills or to the nasal sprays and drops right. that still contain PE but are not under this review. Uh, in that scenario, the FDA would have to work with drugstores, pharmacists, and other health providers to educate consumers about the remaining options for treating the congestion. Yeah, so a lot of it is 
the delivery system. So yeah. it, it ends up in your stomach, and it's less effective that way if you're taking it in the pill version. Well, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Uh, what was the one on this, li- like DayQuil and stuff like that? Like I was thinking, when I take that, like that does something to me. So yeah. there's something in there that's working. I don't know if it's maybe it it's not working. It knocks you out, so you don't realize yeah. it. Well, DayQuil doesn't, but NyQuil, NyQuil does. I yeah. love NyQuil, man. I do, too, Especially if, you, if you're not feeling all up oh. with the snuff, a little bit of NyQuil, knock you right out, you're fine. I Wait, agree. I know somebody who takes it every single night to go to what? sleep. Yes. Probably not recommended. No, no. No, no yeah. that's awful. It's going to yeah. kill there, me. There are um, like uh, uh, d- different types of vitamins and things you can take that help promote sleep, right? That are more organic. And yeah. Less, yeah. Hey, see, yeah. what's less the pharmacy? Melatonin. 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 Yeah. That's, that's yeah. it. I mean, even and that I use faux shizzle. Be- That's another product. <laughs> faux shizzle. Yeah. But even melatonin should not be taken every. night. Nothing should be taken every single night. Except I mean- obviously heroin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> stop, stop. I couldn't believe it when she told me. It works best when used habitually. I couldn't believe it when she told me though. I was like, "What? Are you serious? Stop that! Wow. You can't do that." And she was like, "Nope, can't sleep without I it." I tell you what, the funny thing. Well, not the funny thing, but a lot of this stuff is actually pretty expensive when you go to buy. Yeah, yeah yes, I mean, it is. So I, I, my my one of choice, and again, I've always said if it works in a placebo way. It's still working. So Mucinex is my placebo of choice. Now, is that on the list? It's on the list, yeah. Oh my gosh. A local social media influencer has been ordered to pay thousands of dollars to her customers that she's accused of misleading. In 2000... Don't collab with anyone, Preston. In 2021, Dana Chanel, whose real name is Casey Oliveira, was sued by the Pennsylvania Attorney General for allegedly taking money from customers without delivering services. According to the lawsuit, the influencer promoted credit repair services uh, offered by Credit ex- uh, Exterminators Incorporated, later rebranded as Earn Company LLC, and a mobile app development service uh, through Alakazam apps. In one example, the suit says a, co- a consumer who runs a nonprofit organization learned about Alakazam apps through Chanel's Instagram page. She paid the company $2,000 believing that she would work de- directly with the developers to create her custom app. The suit says that she never received an app from Alakazam. Olivera Alakazam ma- uses magic to get rid of your debt. <laughs> <laughs> Oliveira now has to pay more than $87,000 to dozens of clients, and the restitution payments are part of a settlement agreement with the Attorney General's office. In sports this morning. the second time this series. The Phillies lost in extra wow. innings, falling to the Atlanta Braves 7-6 last night at the ballpark. Wait a second. There we go. What the f*** is this? In the bottom of the ninth, Trey Turner tied it at 6 with a leadoff home run, his 11th in the last 13 games. One inning earlier, Bryce Harper got his 1,500th career hit on his 17th homer of the season, and Bryson Stott hit a two-run shot off Joe Jimenez in the inning to cut it to 6-5. But the Braves scored one run in the top of the 10th, and the Phils were unable to play to run in the bottom half of the the series wraps up tonight, and Christopher Sanchez will get the start. The first pitch is set for 640. An MRI confirmed that New York Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers tore his left Achilles tendon in the team's win over the Buffalo Bills, ending his season only four plays after it began. The 39-year-old four-time MVP went down on the Jets' fourth snap of the game when he t- tried to spin out of a sack by defensive end Leonard Floyd. His left foot appeared to get caught in the turf, and his body twisted. For the rest- did not write it any worse. For the rest of the regular season, the Jets will move forward with Zach Wilson as their starter. And the Eagles are dealing with a few injuries
series as they continue to prepare for tomorrow night's home opener against the Minnesota Vikings. At yesterday's practice, the Eagles limited play for Fletcher Cox, who injured his ribs. Uh, Reed Blankenship, James Bradbury, and Kenny Gainwell all did not practice because of their injuries. And linebacker Nicobe Dean was placed on injured reserve and will miss at least the next four games as his foot heals. Kickoff at the link for tomorrow night's game is at 8.15. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We return. Uh, we're going to dive back into the back to school A to Z. Get that yes. up and running again. We begin in the T section and we are in the middle of some turn songs. We got a real up tempo toe tapper for you to start with. Actually, we won't. <laughs> but we are going to have uh, this. Uh, we, we've got some great uh, acts coming up this morning that we get to play some electric like orchestra Ooh, today. Ooh, I love the yellow. The, the band Autograph, which you very rarely hear. We'll have uh, some actually at some point during our program this morning, we're playing some Little Richard on the Preston nice. and Steve show. Will we be playing the birds as well? We are be playing. Yes. We are going to be playing the birds. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of good stuff coming up. So that's why we love the back to school agency. We also love passing along information about stuff you can win. We have an announcement coming up around eight o'clock and a chance for you to win some goods from MMR. We'll have the details all spilled out. And speaking of winning stuff, secret text word is set up and running. We have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to see Justin Willman, who's going to be joining us in the studio later this week, I believe. Uh, he's been here before. He's a um, a magician and a comedian. He's great. He does some really cool stuff, and he's got a show. It's the Magic for Humans in Person Tour, and it's this Friday at the Keswick Theater. If you would like a chance to win tickets, just text the word SECRET to 39333, and we'll send a word back to you later. I'll ask you to call in with that word of the designated caller wins, and we'll grab a random texter on top of that, too. So get on that now. Uh, we also have joining us on the program today a guy by the name of Anthony Franzo. He's a local guy, and he is on this um, uh, program on CBS. It's a it's a uh, competitive show called Buddy Games. And so he's local, and he's on it, and we're going to find out about it. He'll be here this right. morning. This yeah. is based off the Josh Jamal movie, right, Nick? He's the host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and Josh is the host, yeah. 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 So I have news about Josh coming up, actually, in the entertainment oh. report in just a moment, which is perfect timing. We'll go live on Fox. Good day today. We have a bunch of things to get to, so let us take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment, back to school A to Z, when we return. Stay with us. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. 
now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to give away a pair of tickets as Four Walls presents the Always Sunny Podcast Live, which is going to be in town Saturday, the 23rd at the Man Center. Here's your question. How many colors were there in the first boxes of Crayola crayon sold in 1903? 1903. Yeah. What were the first colors? No, I'm sorry. How many? How many? Did I say what were the first colors? I thought colors? you did say that. All right. How many colors were there in the first boxes of Crayola crayons sold in 1903? 215-263-WMMR call. Huh. You know that answer. I like that. Birthdays to mention while we await that call, the 13th day of September. It is Tyler Perry's 54th birthday today. There's an empire that, that dude has created. Yeah. They're, they're filming constantly at his movie facility in uh, Georgia. Yeah, he has, uh, he has made a boatload of I think of a lot of the Marvel stuff is shot out of some of his studios as well. Any idea what how he got started? Like what his first he was doing stage stuff was was a stage stuff. And so he had Medea was actually a stage character. No kidding. And and uh, wow. he and that's the first time I ever saw Tyler Perry stuff. And then it ported over to the movies. Yeah. And then the movies became popular. And it turns out he's a really good dramatic actor as well. Yeah, and director and, and writer director, and all right, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So he writes all that stuff. Fifty four today. Jean Smart, we love her. Uh, uh, everything from designing women to the Brady Bunch movies to Mayor of Easttown and, and uh, Sweet Hacks. Home Alabama and what Hacks and Hacks, yes, so uh, good. She is uh, celebrating her seventy second birthday today. She's great. Would love to talk to her sometime. Uh, Jacqueline Bissett. Ah. Uh. Bond Girl, Casino Royale, um, and uh, very nice in the deep. I remember that. It was, that it was a big sales. You yes. remember that the poster was her in a wet T-shirt underwater. Soaking wet. Very smart. Uh, and you remember the movie Class? I do. She was yeah, in? it was kind of a teen, well, well not a, completely a teen sex comedy. It was more no. like a... Uh, it was Rob Lowe yeah. and Anthony McCarthy, and even John Cusack had a tiny role right. in that movie, So, but they were teenagers at the time, and uh, it was kind of a milfy thing. Yes. Uh, she is 79 today. Stella McCartney, the daughter of Paul McCartney, had all of, all of her limbs blown off by a limb. <laughs> yeah, it's a tragic story. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's a torso in a box. Has these connections to all these daughter? people that had these landmine incidents. She'd but, shake uh, your hand, but all the limbs were blown off by no, landmines. She's the fashion designer yeah. of uh, of the McCartney clan. And it's done quite well. Yeah, she's, she's big friends with uh, uh, Taylor Swift and all those uh, you know, super huge megastars. She's 52 today. Uh, also, Ben Savage, remember from uh, Boy Meets World? Yes. And uh, brother of uh, the other Savage. Fred. 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 And uh, Fred is our director of That's choice, it. Preston. Yeah. Whenever we work on It's Always Sunny, he's one of the directors we have. Yep, he was our director. Uh, and Ben Savage is 43 today. Peter Cetera. Oh, my God. Turns a year older today. He is 79 years old and a singer and bass player of Chicago, by the way. So I liked him folded into Chicago a little bit more. The solo stuff was a little too uh, saccharine for me. I did like, though, it was one of his first releases as a solo artist was uh, a song called Stay the Night. And, man, MTV banged that video. Yes. Uh, I thought that was a pretty cool one. But, uh, yeah, super talented singer, musician, all the way around. Turns 79 years old today. 
Uh, Barbara Bain, Steve, from yes. the TV show Mission Impossible. And Space 1999. Yep, she is 92. She was married to Martin Landau, who was yes. also on Mission Impossible. Yes. So and she, Space 1999. And he passed a few years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, I believe he did. He, he, one of his greatest roles was as Bella Lugosi and Ed Wood. I think he won the Oscar for that. So, wait a minute. Is he yeah, alive? He, no, he died in 2017. Oh, my God. No, no, no. We've lost another one. So Barbara Bain is uh, 92, so happy birthday to her. Zach Starkey, ah. son of Ringo Starr and drummer for The Who for many, many biddly, years. Biddly, biddly, biddly. Zach Starkey has been in the band uh, longer than Keith Moon was in the band. Uh, no. Isn't that wild? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that right. wild? You're right. I, I think I, Jack, uh, Zach joined um, mid-90s, and uh, Keith obviously passed away, um, you know, in the, in the late 70s. So. Pastor, when you saw The Who, was he playing for The he Who? He was playing, and that was probably 99, so around Nick, then, 98, 99. That seems right then, right? Yeah, I, no, I, right, I saw yeah. Keith, um... You saw Keith Moon? Uh, no, I didn't see Keith Moon. Who, who was the, the one who Kenny was... Kenny Jones. Kenny Jones, that's yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, he, he took, he stepped in after... Uh, uh, after Keith Moon passed away. So Zach Starkey is 58 today. Uh, here's a uh, singer of a band I know you and I like, Steve. David Clayton Thomas was the lead singer of Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Oh, God, I love that band. Great band. Yeah. Uh, I listen and, to them all the time. Well, not all the time, but they, they, they come out often. He turns uh, 82 years old today. I might have asked this before, but did uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears... All right, so did that... Everybody says, like, oh, I poured my blood, sweat, and tears into this. Yeah, thing. yeah. Did that come before or after the name I of the band? I think that became... That was before. Okay. I think they're they're riffing on blood, sweat, and tears. I believe so. Uh, then you have uh, drummer Vinny Apice, mm. who played with Dio on this uh, album, actually, I believe. Uh, did a turn with uh, Black Sabbath as well. And uh, his brother is Carmine Apice, who we actually had here in the studio, is another great drummer. I think, are they brothers or are they sisters? No, they're not sisters. Pretty sure they're brothers, yeah. Uh, so he turns uh, 66 years old today. They're, they're, they're both really accomplished. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. very much so. I was, I've been catching some Dio songs in the in the A to Z. Yeah. I heard Last in Line the other day and was just... Dio's legit. I was loving it until my mom called in the middle of the song. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I was really getting into it, and it's just not the she same. She was listening to Dio as well at the same time. It's not the same if it's not live <laughs> on the radio when everybody else is listening together. So, anyhow, um, you, yeah. Vinny is 66. Lily Reinhardt of <laughs> Riverdale. You know, she was in that movie uh, Hustlers with uh, Jennifer Lopez, oh, yeah. uh, where they are the strippers who I never saw it. get businessmen drunk and take yeah. money from them. I remember that. She's, she's uh, kind of slotted up. Uh, she's uh, 27 today. Who did she play on uh, River Vale? Uh, she was uh, Betty. <laughs> oh, she was Betty. Yeah. Okay. Well, nice. though she had, the, right at the beginning in the first season, they had a, uh, there was a S&M side to her that was revealed. That's And nice. that was fun. Yeah. And the last birthday, a good friend of the show, Jeff Ross. Turns a year older today. The stand-up comedian and roast master is 58 years old. So uh, it was Craig Gass yesterday was talking about taking Jeff Ross. Um, uh, he was introducing him to somebody. Was it uh, backstage? Was it members of Metallica? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had a few stories. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So happy birthday all. Celebrating birthdays today. Let's see if we can answer the stupid question. How many colors were there in the first boxes of Crayola crayon, crayon sold in 1903? And we will go to Garrett to see if we can get the answer. Yo, Garrett. Morning, bud. Yeah. 
Yo, all right, Garrett, how many colors in that first crayon box? Eight. Eight is correct. Eight. Garrett is happy. All right, hang on, buddy. We're going to set you up pair of tickets as Four Walls presents the Always Sunny Podcast live Saturday, September 23rd at the Man Center. And we, the Presidency Show, welcome the gang back to Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. So what's the maximum amount of crayons you can purchase? Because uh, they have these crazy big crayon oh, sets. Huge, but are they like 64? Something oh, like no. that. What? Even more? Oh, yeah. You can, no, you really? can get like hundreds of them. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. All right, MTV Video Music Awards were last night. Nicki Minaj was the mistress of ceremony, although she only took the mic a few times. Uh, a few things to point out. In Sync reunited to give away the award for Best Pop Award. Uh, Justin Timberlake also had a viral moment backstage with Megan Thee Stallion, which people thought was a heated moment. Instead, an insider claimed that Megan actually told JT that the meeting backstage at the award show uh, didn't count and they needed to have a proper meeting. For the record, uh, Megan... Meg was excited and is a huge fan of Timberlake. So my question is, how did they pull this off uh, during the writer's strike? Oh, I don't know. Right? I mean, the writers. uh, Shakira was honored with the Michael Jackson Vanguard Award and was introduced by Wycliffe Jean before performing a medley of songs. Diddy received the Global Icon Award and was presented the award by longtime friend and collaborator Mary J. Blige. Uh, The VMAs also honored the 50th anniversary of hip-hop with performers from Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh, Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, LL Cool J, and DMC from Run DMC and Reverend Run uh, was not present uh, for that. So you have all these uh, celebs showing up, but does this does this matter? Uh, does this make a big thing now? The the, the video not awards to, me. Uh, uh, to some people maybe. Yeah, but, uh, I didn't I, even really see it I, advertised at all. Yeah, I don't really know. Uh, but uh, Taylor Swift like swept everything. Of course. Uh, so what are you going to do? She got video of the year, artist of the year, song of the year. Uh, she also got year of the year. Best pop. Uh, what else? I'm, I'm rolling through. Best cinematography, best visual effects. Nobel Peace Prize. Like a whole bunch of stuff. So the people who, one who weren't Taylor Swift, <laughs> yeah. uh, was Ice Spice for best new artist. Uh, Nicki Minaj won for best hip hop. SZA won for best R&B. <laughs> uh, for best alternative, it went to Lana Del Rey featuring John Batiste. Uh, and best rock. Uh, went to Monaskin for the lonely. Well, there you go. So yeah, there was there was a rock category yeah, there. Yeah, they had a little bit of rock. Yeah. So there you go. MTV Music Awards. I'm sure hey. you're really excited. Huge about impact. That. Uh, by the way, speaking of Taylor Swift, uh, she might have a new guy in her life. Yeah. There is a, a reports that she's been dating Travis Kelsey <laughs> of the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. He had uh, floated his number to her a few years ago, right? Nothing Tried came to. Of it. Yeah. Tried yeah. to. So uh, they were both 33 years old. Uh, Taylor and Travis have, quote, according to his source, been quietly hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, she saw him when she was in New York uh, a few weeks ago. Huh. This comes after he revealed how he tried and failed to make a move on Swift at one of her tour dates in July. He said he had his phone number inscribed on a bracelet, which he planned to present to her. However, when he attended one of uh, Taylor's recent concerts in Kansas City, he was unsuccessful in his attempts to meet her backstage. He's a good-looking dude. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's, yeah. Listen, he's accomplished. 
Uh, but she, I don't know. If Do you think it's a risky proposition to enter into a relationship with Taylor Swift? <laughs> of course. Yeah. You'll yeah. get a song written about you. Right. Yeah. Excellent. A song? Yeah. Uh, he explained uh, on, his, Travis? on his pack podcast about trying to get his number to her. If you're up on Taylor Swift concerts, he said, there are friendship bracelets. And I received a bunch of them being there. But I wanted to give Taylor one with my number on it. Although he was unable to meet her face to face, he had nothing but warm words for her performance which he hailed as an unbelievable show. Mm. Uh, he conducted an on-off, he, uh, with a relationship with influencer Kayla Nicole for five years. Not that familiar. That culminated in their uh, breakup in 2022. He says, however, during that time period, he did often pleasure himself to Taylor Swift pictures. Oh, okay. So, uh, he said that, huh? Yeah, yeah, he That's... said that. Uh, and uh, you you know who said, you remember the, the whole thing with Kanye when he got with Kim Kardashian? He admitted to pleasuring himself to the sex tape and Number of times. No, I wonder no, how that. Mind. I wonder how that yeah, would, kind of a weird thing. I wonder how that would fly with with a woman yeah. who is legitimately attracted to a sure. guy, right? And then he tells her. By the way, yeah, I've been pleasuring myself to your pictures. I've been tugging it like a maniac. Is that a pictures? turn off or a turn on? I mean, I'm, I actually have chafed my own penis. Yeah. It depends on... I have to assume it's a little bit of a turn off. Yeah, it depends on the person. Though, right, guess, right, right. They might be into that type of if thing. If it's Clint Howard, probably yeah. a turn off. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe Travis Kelsey gets away with it. I don't know. Um, but to, the Kelsey documentary came out yesterday. I mean, it's... Did made, you watch it? I watched it twice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You uh, sounded like you were going to cry there for a second. Dude, I cried, like, I, I think about ten times. Uh, really? They say it's very emotional. It is so freaking good. Um, and at one point, I actually I actually cried and laughed at the same exact time. Which, which is I was during like, the throuple with Taylor Swift? When I did that, I was like, I didn't even know that that was possible. Well, what it's, was the moment, Case? Uh, well, I don't want to give it away. Okay. But um, but but Jason, he, he, listen, and we had Connor Barwin in here a couple of weeks ago talking about it. But he is as authentic as you could possibly get. Yeah. And he delivers a speech the night before the Super Bowl. Not because he wants to, but because he is so well respected in that locker room and the coaches know it. He was asked to. And he has a moment in the speech where he's just emotional and then he cracks a joke and it is such a great joke and the entire audience, you know, the team yeah. starts cry- and I was like, I was mid-crying <laughs> and, and he laughing. made the joke and I was like <laughs> laughing. It was it's really good. So I watched it when I got home from work yesterday and then my wife came home from work. I was like, I watched the, the Kelsey. She's like, you watched it without me? I'm like, I'll watch it again. I'll watch it right now. And I did. I, I watched it like What's two it times on, in a row. What's it on, Case? Uh, Prime Video. Are there uh, are there uh, upsetting, sad things that happen in their lives? It is You're just probably- okay. So you know how passionate I am about the team. So huh. there's a little bit of that. And uh, I, listen, you're a you're a dad, right? You're yeah. a husband. You're a son. And he touches in on all of that stuff. Wow. Okay, you were you were inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. Yeah. What was the most important thing uh, that when you got inducted that? Uh, your your wife was there in attendance, but you made sure your mom was there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, J- Jason's mom and dad, uh, both of their sons were in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. just had these moments. Okay. And Travis had a great moment. Listen, he had a moment where like he was kicked off the team in in, uh, in college, and that was upsetting to him because he was an embarrassment to his family. But then he turns around and he wins a Super Bowl, and you know what I mean? Like there was just I don't know. It was very okay. Emotional. So, yeah. but but not sad from tragedy. No. Okay. No. Uh, no. 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 I did because if there was, I, I was like well, I haven't heard was, these stories there, yet. There so. was yeah. that scene where uh, Travis got turned down by Taylor Swift. <laughs> he yeah. got that. 
that. Was, that's that was, pretty heart wrenching. Very yeah. upset at that. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. <clears throat> well, uh, everyone's raving on it. A ten-time crier. That could be like your review. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. And uh, last but not least, Jason Fayon's in it. Really? What? No kidding. Yes. With it's the, just. Uh, He's he's playing, with the he plays Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, yeah. So he's oh, there. Right. Yeah. He's wearing the the wig and the Zubaz and stuff like that's that. Cool. But yeah, he's in it. Nice. Excellent. Pretty cool. We're not in it. We're not. No. But, uh, <laughs> we'll keep trying. We'll try. Um, I do want to mention this story. Laura Linney, uh, the actress, witnessed a fan become violent following uh, the Christian Siriano show during New York Fashion Week. Video of the incident was shared on TikTok as Linney's handler escorted her to a car outside of the Pierre Hotel in New York City. A man approached the star in hopes of getting her autographed, and when her handler prevented her from do- him from doing so, the man punched the handler in the back of the head. As onlookers gasped, uh, the Ozark actress asked her handler, are you okay? And he assured her that he was fine and led her to her car. Uh, yeah, these guys get, so this is, the guy was clearly one of those guys who gets the autographs and then sells them. Well, you remember uh, Juan assaulted Jake, our intern, at the Camp Out for Hunger because he wanted, like, M. Night Shyamalan's autograph. You remember these the, people are a bunch of scumbags. But well, do you remember the famous, uh, that when they crowded uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson? Yeah. And remember, you saw Tom Hanks get upset. Yeah, he screamed at the guy. Because they hurt Rita Wilson, Preston. Can't do that. You can't do that, mm-hmm. goddammit. Uh, Tim Burton is sharing his reaction when it comes to the capabilities of artificial intelligence. Earlier this year, BuzzFeed had asked AI to Tim Burton eyes Disney movies such as Frozen, The Little Mermaid, and The Princess and the Frog. Um, and he was in a recent interview and said, they had AI do my versions of Disney characters. He said, I can't describe the feeling it gives you. It reminded me of when other cultures say, don't take my picture because it's taking away your soul. Yes, He's, I can see that. He said, what it does is it sucks something from you. It takes something from your soul. You can pay for that, uh, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Uh, or psyche. That it, That is very disturbing, especially if it has to do with you. It's like a robot taking your humanity or your soul. Uh, sag After and the Writers Guild are both currently fighting for protections from AI. Uh, according to Fran Drescher, the president of uh, sag After said, when you have a combination of Wall Street, greed technology, and whiz kids, and I'm not seeing exemplify a great deal of empathy, it's a deadly cocktail in my opinion and I don't want us to have uh, to drink that poison anymore. So while Britney Spears is dancing on Instagram, her sister is bringing her moves to the ballroom. Jamie Lynn Spears. It's going to be on. Is set to compete on season 32 oh. of Dancing with the Stars. Wow. Are you down with that, Kathy? I, I just think it's funny that, that that's what's happening. Yeah, with her pa- partner, Alan Burstyn, uh, the actress who starred in Paramount Plus's Zoe 102 movie and season three of Netflix's Sweet Magnolias this year, joins previously announced celebrities competing Vanderpump Rules star Ariana Maddox. And the Bachelorette lead, Charity Lawson. Uh, the full cast actually is going to be announced later today. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So she said, I have this unique opportunity where I was offered a chance to work when my community cannot work. She said on GMA, I figured I'd do this and I will donate my weekly salary to SAG, WGA, and just give back to them at a time where they can't even give to themselves. Well, that's pretty nice. It seems they do a lot of carve-outs for allowing people to work and that others don't. Like, they're all up in arms about the Drew Barrymore thing. Mm-hmm. But they're allowing Dancing with the Stars to continue. Mm-hmm. Josh Dumal and his wife, Audra Mari, announced that they are expecting their first child oh. soon. Yeah. Uh, they had captioned a post on Instagram, Baby Dumal coming soon. We're dear friends with Josh Dumal. Yeah. And it featured, well, Nick Pete next to him. That's right. 
uh, featured an ultrasound snapshot of their baby. And this will be the shotgun wedding star's second child as he shares son uh, Axel, who is 10, with his ex-wife, Fergie. Uh, soon after the couple shared a post with Josh's 2.3 million followers, many of them took to comments to congratulate them about the uh, news. Uh, Claire Crawley had posted, I was just thinking this morning about you. Uh, she is also expecting a baby. Josh's ex, Fergie, made sure to join on the congratulatory wishes as well. She, she wrote, I am truly happy for you guys. Axel can't wait to have a big brother. And several fans replied to the Big Girls Don't Cry songstress and applauded her for wishing Audra and Josh well. Uh, Audra and her husband announced the baby news on the heels of their first wedding anniversary. They were married on September 10th, 2022, about three years after his split from Fergie. So they got the baby. I like that, Josh Jamal. Yeah, he's cool. And we're going to be talking to somebody who's going to be on his uh, game show. Right, right. Uh, later this morning. Uh, speaking of babies and weddings and all that stuff, Page Six reports that a second wedding is in order for Chris Evans and Alba Baptista after the couple got married in Cape Cod over the weekend. Mm. Uh, according to a source, they told the outlet there is going to be a second gathering in Portugal for members of Alba's family who couldn't be in Massachusetts. Well, that's sweet. They said sometime this week, I believe, uh, then they'll depart from Portugal for their honeymoon. And uh, she's she's an actress, yes? Uh, yes, she is. Yes. And I am not really familiar she's with She's 20 years scene. younger, they, but they make a cute couple. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Uh, the official trailer for the fourth season of The Kardashians was released yesterday. Awesome. Awesome. Apparently, uh, the tension between Kim and Courtney is palpable. Oh, no. As the pair sit down next to each other for a confessional. You. Uh, Chloe tells uh, mom, Chris Jenner, Court and Kim are still going at it. Shut the f*** up. And Chris replies, uh... Uh, later, no, I'm sorry. Later, Courtney says to Kim during a phone call, "You're just a witch. You're I, a w- I hate you. Oh my god. I hate oh you. Oh my god. Oh. Don't fight, girls. Don't fight." Meanwhile, Tristan I Thompson. I hate you. I hate you more <laughs> than anything in this damn world. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, insane. Meanwhile, Tristan Thompson returns to the show after he and his mother, uh, Amari Thompson. Why don't you bitches shut up? Moved in with Chloe at the end of the season three. And oh, uh, shut up, woman. <laughs> Chloe says, I need people to know that I'm single. Tristan and I were in really sensitive times. But those times have passed now. At another point in the trailer, Courtney tells a professional basketball player, I don't think you deserve Chloe. You don't deserve Chloe. Uh, so it premieres on September 28th on Hulu for those I, who care. I'm waiting for just a sign, a crack, something in the armor that d- indicates that the, the fascination with this family is diminishing. Mm. But I haven't seen it yet. It's still there. Why is it not coming, Preston? It is still Why is there. it not happening? Because the universe hates us. The universe hates us. Yeah. Uh, let's see. People report Sophie Turner is back on the set of her forthcoming series, Joan, in which she portrays real-life jewel thief Joan Hannigan, Hannington. Uh, and photographs show Turner sporting a blonde bob wig with a large white temporary tattoo on her back. It's a weird-looking tattoo. Did you see the picture? No, I didn't see it. It almost looks like somebody just tried to spread icing on her back. Uh, so this is oh, really? the first time the Game of Thrones actress has been seen since she and her husband four years, Joe Jonas, announced that they were divorcing. So. There's a picture of it on the screen there, Preston. That's... Oh, that's pretty wild-looking. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's bright white. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. And I found out that... Um, if you want to get tattoo removal, uh, colors like white and yellow, you can't remove. 
Really? Is that right? Because it's attra- the laser is attracted to the Certain. deep, dark colors. Yep. Yeah, because I have I have a tattoo on my ankle, and I went to a, a removal place, to, to, and it's got multiple colors. And they're like, "Yeah, we can get about ninety percent of this, but some of that's not going anywhere." Well, so white is yeah. It's the same thing. It, it works the same way for hair too. So um, the darker your hair is, the easier it is for them to remove it. So like, mm. I still have I don't have really dark hair, and I had the laser hair done, uh, laser hair removal on my legs, and so little like fine white hairs will still grow because uh, the laser just doesn't can't get it. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Well, this that's why you kept the goatee. <laughs> He's like, is that why you have your mustache? That white mustache. Uh, last night, he does the news. A lot of people don't know she twirls her mustache. Stop it. Last night, the National Book Foundation uh, took to social media to share that they have rescinded Drew Barrymore's invitation to host the 74th <gasps> National Book Award ceremony. What? what? Uh, comes after she announced that she was resuming what? filming. Of the Drew Barrymore show uh, amid the ongoing SAG-AFTRA WGA strike. So this is a bridge too far for them. The foundation wrote in a statement, the National Book Award is an evening dedicated to celebrating the power of literature and the incomparable contributions of writers to our culture in light of the announcement that Drew, the Drew Barrymore show will resume production. The National Book Foundation has rescinded Ms. Barrymore's invitation to host the 74th Annual Book Award Ceremony. That hobad can lick our asses. <laughs> You said that in a very literary Yes, fashion. right. One last thing, and I didn't see it yet, Stephen. I'm sure you have. The first teaser trailer for the highly anticipated Aquaman sequel was released yesterday. Saw a little bit of it. Didn't see the full thing. It looks it looks good. I, I, you know, a lot of people are ahead of this movie saying it's terrible. Oh, really? They did some adjusting. It's the same as James Wan, who's a great director, did the first one. Um, I, I enjoyed the first one quite a, quite a bit, so we'll see. But uh, it looks... Aquaman-ish. Ish. Uh, ish. Yaya Abdul-Mateen II's Black Manta says about Aquaman, I'm going to kill Aquaman and destroy everything he holds dear. I'm, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I hate you more than anything in this damn world. <laughs> Uh, That's perfect. Thank you. Perfect, yeah. Uh, Amber Heard's Queen Mira was not featured in the teaser, but time will tell if she appears in the full trailer on Thursday. Uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is set to hit theaters on December 20th. So I read an article about um, DC, and there is a a belief that DC and I guess is it Warner Brothers are just kind of like, here you go. They're not going to spend a lot of money promoting it. They're not going to run a lot of campaigns because it's it's the premieres or the releases coming up very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. These, these ones just don't do a damn thing for me. I don't know what it is. Like I'm so in on some of these universes, but the DC stuff, especially Aquaman, I think part of it for me is that it looks so incredibly fake. I think the CGI is just so fantastic. It looks like um, All right. uh, almost like uh, too comic book e for me. And and the other stuff that's sort of based in somewhat of a reality, I, I can just take a lot more. There's just so much CGI. I, I don't know. For whatever reason, it's just yeah. not floating my boat just at just all. Just a look about it. Yeah. I, no, okay. I completely hear I that. So, uh, so I was fine with the original Aquaman, and, and I thought it, it looked kind of, you know, pretty uh, fantastical, obviously, and you're right. And and the movie that just did it for me where I just had to disconnect was the uh, <clears throat> Doctor Strange and the, the, no, not Doctor Strange, uh, Quantumania. Mm. It was so, yeah. uh, it was so much, and it was so CGI'd that I'm like, they're, they're, I, can't, I can't even buy into this remotely. But yeah. you're right. Yeah, they, they, sometimes it's just too damn much. Yep, they overdo it. The rent's too damn high. <laughs> 
right, let's do the clips. Here we go. All right, so the series premiere of The Swarm. Swarm. Came out last night. Sick. Did you see The Swarm? swarm. And follows a team of scientists. Scientists that's going after The Swarm. Uh, they're they're face, in pursuit of The Swarm. Face an unknown threat in the sea. And here. Suspicious. Executive producer Frank uh, Dahlger. Dahlger. Uh, talks about the differences between adaptation of the 20-year-old book that it was based on. Uh, At the time it was written, all the main characters are essentially white men, and they're also big world-class scientists. So we made two decisions, uh, make them younger, more women, more people from diverse backgrounds. And also, I'm interested in characters, people who become heroes. So by making them graduate students, people interested in the sciences, but just starting out in their careers, we thought it was a much more interesting way to go. I don't give a f- uh, the swarm is now streaming on the CW. Swarm is more diverse. Next clip. Love at first sight. A book to movie adaptation. <laughs> a book to movie adaptation is what they're talking about. I thought it was the word move. Oh, Not if you movie. like your movies. A book to movie adaptation about two people who fall in love with each other on a flight from New York to London. Ooh. It premieres this week. Uh, here, author and executive producer Jennifer E. Smith talks about bringing this book to the big screen. This has been a really long wait for readers and for fans and for me. And to finally see it, uh, you know, on screen and not just that, but the version that has, has I've been wishing for and hoping for all these years and, and really, you know, what I've been dreaming about all this time. Shut up, dummy. Love at First Sight comes out on Netflix this Friday. Okay, so the girl, the yeah. lead in that, she's the gal from White Lotus Season 2 who was the assistant to... Yep. Um, What's uh, the actress's name? Uh, Jennifer. Just Jennifer uh, Coolidge. Coolidge. Thank you. That's, and that's who She's I, super cute. Yeah, that's who I thought they were going to do, uh, they were going to focus on for the next season. Right. Interesting. All right, and there you go. Your entertainment report for today, dear friend. You took us all around the world for that. We continue. We will We will continue to span the globe this morning, Steve. We have it's a like lot of stuff It's a wide world on. of sports. Uh, it is. Uh, and we are going to dive into all kinds of stuff, including... Uh, secret text word, we have your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Justin Willman, uh, the Magic for Humans in Person Tour, which is going to be this Friday at the Keswick Theater. So text the word secret to 39333. We have an announcement that we're going to make around 8 o'clock-ish. Bizarre File and Fox Good Day will be doing that around that time. But we have an announcement, something I think that uh, you will enjoy. And um, we also have a guest on the program later today, Anthony Franzo, local guy. We were talking about that game, uh, the, the the game show Buddy Games with Josh Jamal. He's going to be on that. How did you describe it earlier? I thought it looked a little bit like uh, Field Day for Adults. Yeah, it's exactly it. But added with some extra, yeah. uh, you know... Kaboom. I don't right. know what's what a better word. Kaboom. Yeah. Kaboom. Yeah. Yeah. kaboom. Network money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, boom, there goes the dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. With more ooh doggy. <laughs> That's it. More ooh Thank on you. my doggy, please. Yeah. So it's field day with more woo doggy. <laughs> um, and I would like to give away this because this event is tonight, this uh, murder mystery event with Casey, Nick, and Marissa. And this is going to be at the Red Rum Theater. 
And uh, what's cool is it's a live event, and it comes along with a complimentary buffet and a free drink. It's 21 and over event. And we'll take call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. This is courtesy of 20th Century Studios, A Haunting in Venice. And uh, so it's in advance of that. This is going to be opening up on the 15th. But this event is tonight. So call only if you can go this evening and you're at least 21 years of age. And we'll take call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR, and you will be good to go. Um, We're going to return with turn songs in the T on Back to School A to Z. So don't miss any of it this morning. Brent Porsche tomorrow from 11 to 1 at Avise Wellness Treatment Center's open house at 2288 2nd Street Pike in Newtown for an MMRBQ ticket rate. Win tickets every 15 minutes. Tomorrow from 7 to 9, Nick McElwain from the Preston and Steve Show rocks the Irish Rover, 1033 Bellevue Avenue, Inghorn, with the Bud Light Thursday Night Kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles Washington tickets, courtesy of Bud Light, and enjoy $3 Bud Light and Michelob Ultra Drafts. Join the MM Army Friday from 4 to 6 at Family and Company Jewelers, 65 East Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey, for an MM Barbecue ticket raid. Win tickets every 15 minutes. Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination. Let us fill our minds right now, friends, as we head to the Just Saying Institute this morning. <laughs> the Just Saying Institute, home of the Jason Kelsey documentary Cry Laughing Research Center. <laughs> <laughs> the cry laughing research like center. how does that happen how like, does Casey that he explained it laugh and yeah. cry at yeah. the same time but it can happen all right so kathy covered this in the news but maybe we can expand a little bit more on it but a medicine used by millions of americans for a stuffy nose does not work a food and drug administration panel ruled in a certain way so it's called uh Phenyl, phenylephrine is the pronunciation, what or the? P-E, as they Kathy was saying. Yeah, P-E. Uh, phenylephrine yeah, easy, right, yeah. is the most common active compound in over-the-counter drugs like Benadryl, Allergy Plus Congestion, Sudafed P-E, and Tylenol Cold and Flu Severe Day and Night. But an FDA panel said after a two-day review that the oral decongestant is not effective at standard or even high doses compared to a placebo. So it's been... A, it's been this type of medicine has been on the counters and on the, the shelves for years. Yes. I mean, years. I'm, I, I can't even remember the, a time when there wasn't this stuff. Uh, it was approved by the FDA in the 1970s. Okay, so uh, all that time it's been used, and as, as Kathy pointed out um, in the news, this has always been sort of a point of contention, that something taken orally like this, how well does it uh, disperse to the body? How well does it take care of the congestion? And that's really what this is all about, right? It, it, it's not hitting the the area you want it to hit effectively. Yes. So nearly out the poop shoot. Nearly every nasal decongestant on pharmacy shelves contains it. Uh, a unanimous vote by the 16-member non-prescription drug advisory panel could issue a major blow to the industry. Today's ruling only applies to oral formulations of uh, phenylephrine. Uh, so the w- nasal decongestant, when you when you do it, put it directly in the nose, it does its job. So it was it was approved by the FDA in the 1970s to shrink the dilated blood vessels in the nose, relieving nasal and sinus congestion. But since then, more research has come out questioning whether oral formulations of the medicine have any measurable 
measurable benefit. You're out of order. Given the way it is uh, metabolized. It has something to do with, um, uh, okay, so the document details flaws in the trials for the ingredient in the 1960s and 70s, citing small sample sizes and relied on techniques that are no longer used by the FDA and this to improve medications. So, yeah. They, this happens all the time. It's antiquated um, um measures that they were using to test these things. Or not not large enough testing yeah. group. So, in yeah. this case, though, I have to ask you this. Since you want to turn it into something that targets the nasal area directly, could you benefit from freebasing this stuff? Uh-huh. Um, do you do that through your nose? Maybe snorting it? Yeah. I don't know. Let's ask an actual doctor oh my God, and see not. if we can find <laughs> out for sure, because... As you might guess, our phone line lit up our hotline. He's got the bat line number right He's a in. P1. Ladies and gentlemen, from Penn Medicine and Fox 29, Dr. Mike Sirigliano hey. joins us. Hey, Dr. Mike. Hey, hey. Listen, there's a lot to talk about here that, that has to be very clear. So, right. phenylephrine, as Kathy calls it, P-E, all right, is different than Sudafed or Sudafedrin. Now, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about phenylephrine, which is in a number of compounds. Here's the thing. It's safe, but it doesn't work when it's taken orally. Now, why is that? Because it gets metabolized so extensively uh-huh. that there's not much of the drug to work. So why have something on the market that doesn't work? But it does work in a nasal spray. But Steve and I are sworn disciples of the sinus lavage. Yes. And so, you know, the, when you have allergies, when you have sinus issues, there, there are a couple of ways to skin the cat. You can take something like pseudofedrin, which, as you said very astutely, Preston, it's a vasoconstrictor. It narrows the, the uh, blood vessels in the vein, decreasing congestion. But what you might want to do is consider reducing the inflammation with nasal steroids, and you can get them over the counter uh, like Flonase, but you want to get rid of the inciting things like the uh, allergens that are in your nose. So you do nasal lavage. And what Steve and I do, all right, we're in the brotherhood <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. Of, of, of nasal lavage. What you, do? you put, I'm not in the group. De- denominational, but yeah, we use the Neomed sign. Hey. And- Kathy yeah. feels left out, Wait, Dr. Mike. What do you Mike? mean, you and Steve? I'm not in the group? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> no. Listen, I don't not... think you do this much, God, Kathy, this guy, do, we, you? do you do it every day? in your mind. Do you I do think, it every day? I think, you're, I, I think there might be something wrong with your memory. Uh, yes, I have to do it every That's day. That's why Mike has a big sign on his door that says, no girls allowed. But <laughs> it's a Z. It's backwards. Yeah, I have it's to, our clubhouse. Yeah, I, Dr. You Mike, know, I have this special uh, mixture that um, Dr. Palmer made yes. up. and I'm yeah. Dr. Yes. Palmer? You you yeah, cheated on her? Oh, my the, wife has a crush on Dr. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the ENT guy. Yeah. 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 Are you kidding? No. Mike, what's going on here? You're losing the women. And, and, Dr. And Palmer. Casey, do you do it as well? I do. Not every day, so I guess I can't be in your club. So so I will tell you this. Uh, you can join my I, I, am, I am the Darth Vader to uh, to Mike's Obi-Wan Kenobi, Dr. Mike, because I actually do it more than, than uh, you do, uh, Mike, every day. I do it four times a day. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to blow your nasal passage No, no, no. Out. You're just well, r- no, running water through it. 
So the thing is that, that other than um, a, a salt packet, and what they do is they make the distilled water. And, and by the way, never, ever, ever use tap water or, or, or like you hear about these amoebas. That yeah, use toilet water. Yeah, you don't want to use water from the creek or anything like that. <laughs> you don't, don't all use, right. Yeah, you don't want to do backwoods. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah, don't coal use, miner's daughter, science right. rings. Don't use creek water. Got yeah. it. Right, you don't want to do that because you could get an amoeba and it's not sure. Yeah, if the guy gives you the water and he's playing a jug at the same time, right. don't take it. No creek <laughs> well, water. So what you do is if you do that, uh, it, it clears out your signs. You put the packet of salt in there. It, it, it makes it uh, isotonic. That's what the term is. So that it doesn't Isotonic? Mike, I, I will say this, and this is the absolute truth. <laughs> Axiomatic. Hydromatic. <laughs> nasal rinse. You, you prescribed the Neomed. You suggested it years ago at the camp. Uh, you said it would be the thing that would help keep my voice intact. Ever since then, I have gone through all the campouts with my voice intact. And not only that, because of the rigorous uh, schedule, and I follow this all the time, I don't get colds. I don't get nasal colds anymore. I don't, I have not actually had a cold cold in years. So well, I can speak to the efficacy of the nasal rinse. And I submit wanna, to you. You want to hear this? Yes. There's a little bit of data. It's not great <clears throat> data that it actually can reduce the risk of of COVID. How do you like those apples? I've seen right. that. Yeah. Yeah. So so what it does is it, it clears out those nasal passages, <laughs> keeps it moist. I've been doing it for I don't know, twelve years now, and and it's prevented me from having sinus surgery. I, I cannot sing its praises enough. Anytime you right. can say moist membrane is a win. All right, we're banging the drum on this thing, but back to the 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 oh, sorry the, the 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 whole thing that we brought up here about oh, this yeah. uh, the PE. So if they're they're going to have to rework these uh, medications probably yes. and get the new ones on the shelf. So essentially, these medications aren't bad, but that particular symptom is not. Uh, it doesn't go after it. As well as you might think, as far as congestion goes, but if you right. have if you use the uh, multi symptoms, uh, you know, like a, like a Dayquil or Nyquil or something like that, the other things it should go after because it has things like uh, acetaminophen in it and so on. So maybe you know fever it can reduce and so on. But it's just the congestion. Uh, that is the issue for these. Well, right. And remember, it, it works topically if you squirt it up your nose. And then secondly, it's not that it's dangerous. It just doesn't work because yeah. it gets metabolized in the pill right. form. But right. it doesn't have anything to do, Preston, with Sudafed. Sudafed right. is a whole different thing, and that's not what they're talking about. Yeah, yep. that's the stuff they use to make meth, right? That is, actually. That is, it is. We, yes. You, they will that's stop That's they have you. to behind the counter. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is see, I'm not defender. smart enough to. Although I watched Breaking Bad like three times. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I don't remember. Know. Yeah, they need the pseudo, they need pseudo and, yeah. and then pseudo is is hard to come by. So then they find the methylamine and pseudo meth. Yeah. Right, that's why it's behind the the counter, if you will. You have to show your driver's license, right? And uh, that's when uh, I get the dirty magazines too. <laughs> they're behind the counter. Well, anyway, so look, I love Kathy. I'm sorry. I I know you now lavage your nose every day, and I find that wonderful. Casey Casey and I are already in another club. Don't worry about us. She's she's cheating on you with another doctor. He Uh, sent me to Dr. Palmer. I don't know about that. uh, 
Anyway. Is it one of those, right. I like to watch things? you. We love you. I love you. love you. Thank you, Dr. Mike. We'll see you, buddy. All right, bye. People love you. You know, Dr. Palmer claims to have created this concoction that Dr. Mike, you know, suggests for me. So they might have to battle it out to see who actually was the creator of it. Dr. Palmer's Dr. Mike approved, then... Dr. Oh, Palmer's the guy that uh, made me pass out the one time. He shoved the camera oh, on my really? nose. Yeah, <laughs> I did that uh, vasovagal pass out thing. He used yeah. a Polaroid. Yeah, and uh, you know it went up the nose and then down the throat. And I was oh. watching it. And I was like, yeah, this is fascinating. Nick, and I when completely he, blacked out. I also had to have that done. And he comes. He's coming at me with the camera. You know, the little yeah. stick camera. And I like backed up. I go, wait, aren't you gonna like um, take me to dinner? No, spray that that <laughs> like numbing agent right. up yeah. my nose. And he goes, no. Yeah. And I was like, but I don't, he goes, you're going to be fine. Just breathe. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I, but I always get that. He's like, okay, oh, well, I don't do up, it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. He was like, all right, you're fine. I don't do that. That stuff, they, that's tastes horrible. See, and that that's numbing he, agent. Ugh. When he was finished, he, <sighs> he said, now you don't have, you know, the numbing and the nasty taste. I, maybe it's because my sinuses are so bad. I never taste like it doesn't oh, taste horrible okay. to me. So don't back talk me. All right, uh, let's see what else we got. The Just Saying Institute, we have a few other things. Um, so, do you believe in manifesting wealth? No. A University of Queensland, we Australia study found a link between belief in manifesting and bankruptcy. Researchers found that those who believe in manifesting success were more likely to be drawn to risky investments and to overestimate the odds of their success. No no risk no reward, right? I mean, that, that stands to reason that people who were probably going to encounter uh, bankruptcy are going to going to take chances that, as you said, might be riskier. So while positivity can help with resilience, it may lead to downplaying negative but important signs of business fragility, meaning mounting debt, according to the study author. So manifestors may also spend more time visualizing success instead of actually performing actions that could lead to said success. You're wishing for success, so that's essentially, where- as opposed to putting in the work for the success. That's where I part from that. So I yeah. have always been a fan of creative visualization, but have always been willing to put in the work. You have to. That's the difference. Yeah. It, you can't just, you know, abracadabra it into no, existence. You can do both. Right. And it will help out. The uh, most successful financially person that uh, that I knew in my life, um, I think declared bankruptcy three times, maybe four. And it was a, he's a family member and it was a real source of contention with other family members because he, he ended up doing really well for himself. Uh, he passed away a few years ago, but um, he well, never what did he make his movie his, his money in primarily? Nick, did he, uh, real estate. Okay, but he never and uh, he bought and sold a bunch of different companies, and um, eventually bought and sold half of Los Angeles. But he never would have had his financial success if he uh, hadn't gone bankrupt in the first place. Boy, that risk stuff though, you see it all the time on shows uh, like uh, Shark Tank. Yeah. I mean, these people take their life savings and everything. They put, yeah, they put everything. it into a product well, yeah. or a service that they believe is going to be it. Right. And it is so cutthroat and so much competition that sometimes you lose, man. So the, the source of contention was that when, when this person would go bankrupt, uh, he would then have to borrow money from other people mm-hmm. in order to get back on his feet. And, and they just got tired of him having to come to them for help, for assistance. But we put everything into the labia brush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But eventually it paid off, right? Eventually it paid off, yeah. Yeah. Have people ever come to you for investments? Have you guys? Yeah. Had- oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. No. I, no. You know what, Preston? I'm excited to do it. It makes me a lot of money. I do a lot of collabing on Instagram. Okay, yeah. very good. There's no. just a martial art thing that I've uh, heard about. It's uh, <laughs> oh, really lucrative. Oh, crap. Who? <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, uh, the, the, the business model is is risky. You need to have one person who's your client who's worth billions of dollars. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, we've been approached, and I and I always feel bad having to say no. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes they're friends, but you're like, mm, yeah, roll I, on hairspray? I don't think. It's just too risky, yeah. you know? Yeah, I was asked um, to buy in on something that probably would have made uh, a decent amount of money, but I see it now, and I, I just couldn't, I don't think I could have worked or felt comfortable working with the person running it. Do you oh, know what I mean? Like, sure. even though I knew it was going to make money, I'm like, we are going to butt heads <laughs> so much that it, it wouldn't be worth all the stress. So I, uh, on the air within this past year, probably within the last six months, I had said something that a listener was listening to, and he's like, that's a really good idea. So then he ended up uh, investing in company. Uh, did in, it exist in, already? In, or did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, but uh, he invested in a uh, stocks in this company. Now, this guy had come into money through some sort of insurance thing, like right. he was in a car accident. So he, so he's not working. But anyway, so he emails me and he's like, dude, he's like, you said this. And it, and it got me thinking. I'm like, yeah. So I went and bought like a crap ton of, of their stocks. And he said, and I have it in an email that like if it ends up taking off, he's going to hook me up. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you, well, that's great. So you that's your investment. Yeah, so that's my investment. Is I'm just the idea guy. <laughs> so your kid, yeah. for your kid's college education. So it's um, uh, googly eyes for coffins. It was uh, it was like the, the that topical um, Viagra cream or whatever. Wow. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, why isn't anybody like uh, buying in on the, the stock of that company right now? Because like, you have to sand it in. <laughs> wow. Okay, interesting. Wow. Hey, listen, good luck. So, I, I don't yeah, seriously, I, good luck, guy. I can't um it, it, I I'm I'm I will take flights of fancy, but I also have to make sure that I've I've done my due diligence. In this study, uh, researchers found that those who scored higher with the uh, manifestation were 40% more likely to have experienced bankruptcy. Uh, so, be how, careful. How well, do you think you'd benefit from applying voodoo to the financial world? I haven't even thought about okay. that. I mean, it can't hurt, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe the other people, but... All right, let me see what else we have here. I have a few things that uh, scientists and uh, statisticians have been working on at the Just Saying Institute. So, new research from Sweden has uncovered a trait that makes us uniquely human from animals, and that would be a sense of order. Sense of order. Yeah, so humans use this skill while planning out our days or even having a conversation. I don't know about this because I caught my cat in the litter making a Zen garden the other day, Preston. Those things yeah, look delightful. They're amazing. With the poop in yes. there, too. Researchers attempted to see if uh, bonobos could learn to remember colorful squares in order. Uh, they are great apes and are close relatives to human beings, but they seem unable to perform these orderly tasks. Well, not, not great, but pretty good. <laughs> uh, this researcher, uh, this research supports the idea that at some point in human history, we developed the ability to process sequences of information, and that helps separate. So us. this is interesting. I think there's nuance to this because I wonder. Um, so I, our appreciation of order. I've seen though. Um, chimps 
tested being able to uh, place things in order, like different shapes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. So um, maybe I'm wrong. In fact, I'm probably wrong. I would I would bet the farm that I'm wrong. But I've, I've seen what appeared to be chimps replicating a sequence to get a treat, knowing the order of a sequence to get the reward. Hmm. Well, this research says that... Uh, Maybe the survey is anti-chimp. They seem unable to perform... Uh, Pro-bonobo. ...these huh. orderly tasks. Um, so, but they said the um, we, as humans, developed the ability to process sequences of information, and it helped us learn to plan and create language as well. Yeah? Okay. So... That's that's the only thing holding the chimps back? That's why there's no real language... The bonobos? Uh, ...between animals and bonobos. Yeah, so that's, that's <laughs> what, what do you, th- you Remember the movie Day of the Dolphin? I never saw it. Okay. I, I've heard you tell me about it, yeah, but I never saw it. Basically, and I, I think there's, you know... Or, or you talk about uh, the the, um, the gorilla that was... Uh, um, the, the famous gorilla who was able to sign... Yeah, Coco. 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 And Coco... Um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Was the cat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she murdered the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Went all of mice and men on it accidentally. But the... Um, so the the notion of being able to communicate in that way with a with a creature and and, and they oh, they posit that you know that could be con- conceivably possible with dolphins. Mm-hmm. All right, here's another story or another uh, bit of info, I should say. Yeah, the Justine Institute. Uh, have you ever felt that a doctor was ignoring? Minimizing or dismissing the symptoms that you report. Yeah, the way Dr. Mike just Dr. ignored Mike Dr. Palmer. <laughs> if so, you're far from alone. The hashtag <laughs> medical gaslighting has taken off on TikTok with 262 million viewers clicking on thousands of posts from patients whose symptoms have been brushed off by the doctors and sometimes with serious repercussions later on. And a commentary for CNN, Diane O'Leary, a philosopher of medicine, said that most of the firsthand stories come from women and she says that uh, the medical establishment has so far failed to address the issue. Um, I know. I know. We've talked to people who have, for years and years, have had certain symptoms and have gone from doctor to doctor to doctor, and they never have been able to figure it how out. How much of the bizarre file is? Uh, how many times do you encounter a story of someone says, "I have this pain" or "I have this thing"? Ah, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. And they find half an operating table up their ass yeah. that yeah. the doctors left in there. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's uh-huh. it's you know, it does happen. Uh-huh. Well, when I was having food allergy issues, yeah. Uh, if one more doctor said to me, it's um, stress. As, no, acid. Re- it's acid reflux. Have okay. you tried acid yeah. reflux medicine? Yeah. I was like, I'm going to blow up this office. Like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> I'm literally coming here. The first words out of my mouth were, it's not acid reflux. Yeah. And then you had to break down literally everything you ever eat and then figure it out by building it back up. Yeah. 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 But I mean, just go, but going into each doctor and they're like, I I think it's acid reflux. I know you say it's not, but sometimes that can be really severe. I'm like, that must oh have, my must God. Have it's not acid it's reflux. Not, well, on the yeah. plus side, Miss Ron, I yeah, the best vagina I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My, uh, my sister-in-law had this uh, deep-seated fear that one of her children would end up with leukemia. And uh, my nephew, Luke, uh, ended up going to the emergency room. The ER oncologist said it was not leukemia, and she didn't believe him. And so she took my nephew to a pediatric a pediatric oncologist, and that guy said, uh, actually, it is leukemia. So if not for her persistence in finding it out, you know, she probably, in the long run, saved his life. So wow. uh, Dr. Mike always says this, you know, you get involved, Take yes. ownership of your uh, of your condition. Yeah. Do do your research. Don't if you don't like what you're hearing, go to someone else. Because a lot of times they'll they'll just they'll just brush you right on through. And this happens a lot with the elderly. 
And and here's a tethered uh, story to this. There was a, a kid with a rare condition and was diagnosed correctly with chat GPT after visiting doctors for three years. I didn't know you could catch that. Alex was four when his strange symptoms started, which included chronic pain, headaches, and dragging his left foot. And after wow. consulting 17 doctors, Alex's mother, Courtney, put her son's symptoms into chat GPT and received an answer. It was something called tethered cord syndrome. Which is? Uh, doctors later confirmed the condition. It impacts less than 1% of U.S. births annually. He is now recovering well after surgery on his spinal cord. This so that's like, something to do with your spinal cord. It's like Akinator the genie for uh, for medical oh, stuff. Right? Yeah. I remember Akinator. Yeah. Uh, so they, they, according to, uh, Courtney, they said, uh, there's nobody that connects the dots for you. You have to be your kid's advocate. <laughs> so when people talked about chat. GTP, they've talked about the potential benefit of what you're describing right here in diagnosing things because it can pull on a wealth of information. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. All right, one last story, and then we got a break because we're going live on Fox Good Day this morning. Uh, let's see. It's all medical. We stuff. don't really. We, have we don't have time. No, all right, never don't. mind. Come that's on, it. man. That's it. We got to make Santa's got to go. We yeah. got to stay on time. Last week we totally uh, forgot. Santa's got to go. And we messed it up, and uh, we missed out on the. Uh, I need you to stop talking. The Fox Twenty Nine. So we're going to stop. I need you to stop talking. <laughs> we're going to listen. And listen to me. All right, I get off. Okay, thank wow. you, Bill. We're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll come back in a second. Uh, not only are we going live on Fox Good Day and have the bizarre file but on top of that we have an announcement about a really cool thing that you can benefit from and that is courtesy of mmr we'll be back and the back to school a to z too stay put looking for fun things to do this weekend Pierre robert's weekend calendar has you covered shows in town movies to see exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. Kidding! Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
I don't know uh, when we're going on with these guys, so I'm just going to leave this turned up. And if we hear music, then uh, then we'll go on with them. Because Casey was talking to us. There it is. And there it is. That's how you do that. Yeah, man. We're going to go live on Fox 29 as soon as they uh, throw it to us here in a second. It's the, that time of week when we talk to President Steve over at the President Steve Show. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi, guys. I know that we do fun shows here at uh, Good Day Philadelphia, and your show is fantastic to listen to. Thanks, man. I look forward to getting the flu or COVID so I can lay in bed. (laughs) It's the Uh, sweetest thing you've ever said. But when there's a story as big as this two-week manhunt, undoubtedly some of your viewers have called in to voice concern or whatever. Press, how's it been going? Oh, um, you know what? We've uh, not bad. We we haven't had uh, too many people concerned about what's going on. They've called them. We've talked yeah. about a few things. Inconvenience. And people have uh, chimed in about it and uh, more curiosity than anything. But it's been, yeah, it's crazy that this is still going on at this point. So we've been staying on top of it a little bit. Not to the extent you guys are, of course. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I don't know if you... We cra- we created a show and crafted a show thinking of your crew over there at the radio station. Yeah, we're very excited about this. you don't get this. to see us. Yeah. You don't get to see us because you're on the air. Well, we decided to uh, go into a seventh hour of the show from 10 to 11, just so you two and all your... Friends over there yeah. can watch Good Day Philadelphia. I Aww. hope you appreciate it. Oh, so this is very cool because in broadcasting, everyone knows it's the seventh hour that counts. Yeah, uh, and that's really what you want. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, so this is. But what we understand is this is sort of a behind the scenes, which is kind of cool because yeah. when people come and watch us do the show, they come into the studio and they see what's going on behind the scenes. They're always like, "Oh, I didn't realize all that goes on." And that's what you guys are doing, correct? Yeah, and and when they come into the studio there, what do, what are they most surprised by? Um, How attractive we are in person. Always. <laughs> it's hard to tell on the radio, but once you get in here, yeah. you just can't ignore yeah. it. Uh, no, but people yeah. are people are they're they're surprised at, at the amount of activity that goes on uh, when the uh, songs are playing or the commercials are playing or so on, and and that we are indeed preparing for the next segment, and that we do have work to right. do outside of. Uh, turning on the microphone and talking, so they're always surprised that, and everyone is always amazed at Kathy's traffic more than anything. (laughs) Yes. They're blown away at how she does the traffic, yes. Yeah. Uh, We get that same thing, too. I think at home, especially for radio uh, people, is that you guys just show up and turn on the microphones and you just start talking. No. There's a lot of prep time today. And work and meetings and discussions. And that's 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 part of the process. It's fun. That that is that is, you know, of of knowing where you're going to go. And to be you guys have this nailed as well to be relaxed on the air. That requires a lot of pre-production and planning. Yes. Mm It's our job to make it look easy and fun. Exactly. And that means you're good at it. There is a road map. I mean, we're going down a road, but we, you know, drive off and bounce <laughs> off the curbs a lot on our show, as you guys do. But you got to have a plan in place. And that's what this after show is kind of like. We get, we show you. Us driving we, off the road and bouncing yeah. off. <laughs> well, well, I'm always, I'm always blown plan. away. When, when I first went into uh, uh, television studios and saw what you guys do, I had no idea about the things that I take for granted, like the graphics that Paul pop up on the screen the music the, the sound 
cues, uh, the communication that's taking place while the segment's going on in preparation for the next segment, it's a big operation. And to watch it, to me personally, I find fascinating. Well, when people come to visit, they they want to see what the studio looks like. That's right. But once we send them to the control room where it's a three-ring circle, <laughs> yeah. people can't believe all the things you've got to do to get something on the air. We're also stunned to see how many of you guys wear girdles. We yeah. had no idea. <laughs> That's true. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. We do as well, and we're yeah. not even, you know, we don't allow the video. But no, it is a fascinating thing, and it's fascinating to see the process of selecting story ideas and what's motivating yeah. you for the next day and that you have to leave room available for developing um, stories it's it's uh, it's a juggling sure. act and it, it's fun it's intense we have yeah. great producers and uh, tech and you'll get to people. see them and get to see how they do their thing so yes. it's a fun time I'm very nice to see you next week all right, all right. see you guys bye. take care bye bye, bye. fox 29 or friends mike and alex <laughs> by the way that entire time i had a piece of apple stuck in my tooth and I, was <laughs> I didn't know did you get it i was trying to I was doing this the whole time no it's you still know there. That made you look sort of uh, cool. Uh, going like this way. Yeah. Unless you want to tell, yeah. talk about TV boy? Uh, Casey. What, what, Thank what, you. What, you want to talk about TV boy? What's I, that? Uh, okay. I had a everything bagel the other day uh, for lunch, and uh, when Andrea got home from work, <laughs> she, she <laughs> looks at me and she goes, uh, what do you have for lunch today, Nick? All in your teeth. All in poppy seeds and whatever the hell. And Dude, like, you just go through the entire rest of your day not knowing, and then I felt like a total jackass. Do me a favor and just sit down, because I'm going to tell you something's going to rock your world here. Okay. Everything bagel hummus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yep. I've had it. It, I mean, can you believe that? No. It's so goddamn good. Just had it for the first time over the weekend. All right. I want everything, it right now. <laughs> everything bagel hummus. Okay. Ask about it. Before you do your nasal rinse, Uh huh. do the everything bagel hummus. I'm in. It's a thing of beauty. Yeah. yeah. And then floss. And then floss. All right. Yes, after that. All right. Bizarre file. Here we go. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Lehigh Valley Restaurant Group. Don't miss Red Robin's $10 Tavern Bundle, which includes your choice of any tavern burger, double burger, uh, plus bottomless fries and beverage. Dine in only and available... Uh, Dine-in only and available only at participating Lehigh Valley Restaurant Group's locations. Gotta have a double burger. All right, we'll start with this. A rhino at a zoo in Austria actually attacked a married couple working as zookeepers Tuesday, killing the woman oh. and seriously injuring oh the man. Oh, God. Uh, the fatal attack happened at the Helbrun Zoo in the western Austrian city of Salzburg. Rhinos are not usually aggressive. Uh, zoo director Sabine Grebner said that the 33-year-old woman, a German citizen from Bavaria, was assigned that day to put an insect deterrent on the rhino. It was then that the 30-year-old female rhino, Jetty, attacked the keeper, though it was not clear why. Man. Salzburg police said that the woman succumbed to her injuries at the scene of an accident, at the accident. And the other zookeeper, a 34-year-old Austrian citizen who was also attacked and injured when he tried to chase the rhino away from his wife, uh, the woman suffered severe chest trauma because of the attack and died in the enclosure while her husband had fractured, uh, had fractured his leg and was taken to the hospital. You never hear about that. Uh, the zoo director said uh, the fatally injured keeper was known to be very careful and thoughtful with the animals, and she had an extremely good sense with dealing with them. So that's terrible. The zoo is going to remain closed until they figure out what exactly happened. 
Hey, here's a, uh, I got some death and destruction here for you. A 55-year-old Virginia man died in the Grand Canyon while trying to hike from the South Rim to the North Rim in a single day. Oh, man. It's a distance of about 21 miles. And my cousin did it this summer, but he did it in three days. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, so- Grand Canyon National Park officials identified the hiker who died Saturday as Ranjith Varma of Manassas. Did I read correctly that he was attacked by a rhino? You did not read correctly. The location uh, where he passed away is toward the end of the South Rim to the North Rim (laughs) trek. It can take 12 to 15 hours to complete. Saturday, the Grand Canyon Regional Communications Center reported receiving an emergency call of a hiker in distress. Varmint Uh became unresponsive, and bystanders and rangers both unsuccessfully tried to resuscitate him. So he's he's pushing it too hard? We don't know. It wasn't immediately clear if his death was heat-related. An investigation Uh uh, was being conducted by the Park Service of the and Metal Examiner. said the high temperature on Saturday was 87 degrees, so it wasn't out long. Landish. No, it's no. Uh, warm, certainly. Uh, earlier this year, a 36-year-old Indiana woman died while trying to hike the Colorado River uh, a back and back uh, in a day. Uh, she was found unconscious along the Bright Angel Trail. Uh, and on July 3rd, a 57-year-old woman died while on an eight-mile hike in triple-digit heat at Grand Canyon I was there National then. Park. Really, around that time? Uh, on July 3rd, I was wow. in the Grand Canyon. So, yeah. Casey, when you were there, when, in, in the park, do you, are there, like, uh, helicopters that occasionally fly over? Or are they, do, do they... Yeah, but not until uh, you like get towards the area, end. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, when I in the beginning, no. I mean, uh, but, like, at the at the end of the trip, that's... I just wonder how, how often they sort of check just to see if anyone might be in duress. Oh, not like that. No, no, no. If it's a helicopter, it's it's there's tourists. It's a tour, right. yeah. 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 And even, so, when we were in um, um, Hawaii, we are on Kauai, and they have uh, um, uh, the Waimea Canyon there, which is their Grand Canyon. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Seeing helicopters fly in and around that canyon, they look minuscule. Yeah, yeah. It's so vast. Right. It's so big, you know, that somebody could be out there and so hard to spot. So um, here's another climbing story. A climber who plunged nearly 2,000 feet down the side of one of New Zealand's most dangerous mountains was exceptionally lucky to survive after landing on snow. The man was part of a group of climbers approaching the snow-capped summit of Mount uh, Taranaki on New Zealand's North Island when he lost... His footing and slipped. Uh, according to police, they said, having watched their fellow climber slide down the mountain and out of view, another member of the group climbed down and tried to locate him. The unidentified climber had sustained minor injuries during his fall. Minor injuries. Minor, 2,000 2, feet. feet. Uh, the climber lost his ice axe and crampons during the fall. Nick, when you had your fall, how far down did you fall? Oh, only like uh, 45, 50 feet? Yeah, and you like got hurt pretty damn bad. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember any of it. This so guy 2, felt 2,000 feet. feet. Yeah. They had to pull a dingo out of his ass. They said oh. thanks to recent spring weather, the ice had softened and the snow caught the climber's fall. He is exceptionally lucky to be alive. Let me ask you, and I, this is probably, <laughs> it, it establishes what an imbecile I am. I had not thought of this area at all as having snow-capped mountains or a, a ski scene. or Oh, anything. New Zealand? No, I, well, yeah, I, I just didn't. Yeah, well, New, like, New Zealand goes uh, to has tons yeah, of different yeah. uh, climates. Think about um, Lord of the Rings, Steve. Yeah, yeah. The mountain yeah. scenes that are there. I like, didn't realize all that was shot in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. But Australia, yeah, we found out does have yeah. uh, has snow as well as uh, skiing. Uh, the climber slipped in the same area where two other mountaineers fell to their deaths in uh, 2021. All right, listen to this. Approximately 11,000 runners in the Mexico City Marathon were disqualified for cheating. Oh my God. 11,000 runners. Yeah. 
Organizers of the August 27th race launched an investigation after receiving complaints that runners had used cars, bikes, and public transportation. Oh well, that, that would be cheating. To cut sections of the course. <laughs> was it was it uh, Rosie Ruiz that actually hopped on a subway or something like that? Remember she oh, in, no. the, in the Boston Marathon, she cheated? The 11,000 disqualified runners make up more than a third of the total 30,000 participants. Oh, my God. Uh, the runners were disqualified after missing checkpoints that were placed every five kilometers along the 42.195 kilometer course. In their defense, do they specifically say you can't use mass transit? The Mexico City Marathon holds World Athletics Gold Label status, which is awarded to events that uphold the strictest standards for planning, organization, and delivery. Hmm. But 11,000 people were busted for cheating in that one. the point? Yeah. Well, because you get there quicker. (laughs) Oh. Man, I didn't think of that. How you win. That's the whole idea. All right. uh, And then finally, a vandal was caught on video smashing a driverless cruise car with a hammer in San Francisco. Goddamn robots! Uh, The person in the video attacked a cruise car on Sunday. I want to talk to you, R2-D2. Video shows the scandal of the vandal slamming a hammer into the autonomous vehicle's windshield and high-tech camera equipment dozens of times. This gives Tony Bennett more to sing about, (laughs) Steve. Absolutely, yeah. Officers spoke with a witness who said that they heard a scream and looked out their window to see the suspect standing in front of the autonomous vehicle. The I suspect- just want to say, be kind to the robots. They don't, they don't generate poop. Uh, the suspect then began vandalizing the vehicle. Is the actual... So I've seen these things. Are there So they're autonomous driving vehicles. Is there literally something in the driver's seat that is like a Johnny Cab from the uh, Total Recall? I don't think so. If there is, I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh, the vandal fled from the scene before police... I'll try to avoid the poop, sir. Police officers arrived, and the person's identity and motive remained... Welcome a- to San Francisco. Our entire city is a wash and fecal matter. Uh, remained a mystery on Monday, and no arrests have been made. Autonomous vehicles owned by companies Cruise and Waymo have faced intrigue, skepticism, and anger from uh. San Francisco drivers. Uh, so are we as to assume that a lot of the people who do the... Actual taxi cab driving and uh, lift services. Maybe they're the angry ones. Maybe they're the angry ones. Yeah, possibly. Well, I'm not sure what those autonomous cars are for. I don't think they pick up people and give rides. That's what I thought they did. Oh, maybe they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they were doing like deliveries and stuff. But you know what, dude? I've, uh, hell, I don't know. I haven't really got a whole poop problem going on there. Tony Bennett knows, but that's right, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm up in heaven, but I'm still thinking about you. That's the end of the bizarre file. I have two things that I would like to do here. I would first like to make an announcement. All right. I am nervous. This is for you, dear friends. Don't be nervous. Don't be scared. I am a scared. Don't be a scared. WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show are happy to bring to you an opportunity to win through a contest we are calling Crumbum Cash. That's right, you crumbum. We have your chance. We have your chance to win $1,000 five times a day. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, beginning this Monday, listen at these times to try to win. We have 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. You're a real crumbum. That's You're right. a real crumbum. That's right, buddy. You're a real crumbum. You're a real crumbum. All right, each time... We will announce a keyword. You're a real crumbum. And you... 
Yes. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, and there are three ways for you to do that. I think you know this contest by yeah. now. You're a real crumb bum. Uh, you can do it on the contest page at WMMR.com, or you can visit the MMR app. Use the MMR app on your mobile device or text it to the special contest short code, which is 45911. Now, we won't start it until Monday. Uh, but it is sponsored by Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. If you would like to contest rules, you can go to WMMR.com. Our winner gets $1,000, and we do that five times a day, Monday through Friday. You know what I love about this? You may be having a day where you sort of feel like a crumb bum, where not everything is going right. But you yeah. participate in the contest, get $1,000. That would turn you around, get right? Get away from me, you yeah. crumb <laughs> You're a real crumb bum. I'm getting kids outside. It's the eight as a weekend. Yeah. Uh, Get away from me. Get away so, from me. So, I just heard a yellow. We have $1,000 and it returns on Monday. So we're looking forward to a crumb bum cash. That's what we're calling You're it. A crumb You're a crumb creep lush coward. <laughs> it's dueling uh, Rizzo. Yeah. All right. Come bum. Uh, all right. Um, so that begins on Monday. We'll remind you just to get you in place and set and have the opportunity to win. There's something else I would like to oh mention. Oh, boy. Uh, no, this is a, a friend of ours. It's unfortunate news, but there's an event coming up to help him out. A very good friend of our program by the name of John Dorenzi. We love John. Is having some health issues. And uh, you may not know John, but you have certainly been impacted by him if you have been to our events. He was a long time. He's been our beer guy, man. Yeah. He helps. Like, he was the one for many years who would help us realize our our plans and parties and all that stuff. Yep. He was essential to years of that. All these events that we've done over the years that needed financial backing yes. or we needed uh, special prizes or anything like that, John is a guy who always goes, yeah, we'll do it, no problem. And so for years and years and years, I mean... 15 years or more, probably. Uh, John has been a big part of this program, but behind the scenes, and you guys wouldn't know about it. Um, he's um, He's got four kids. Um, he needs a kidney. Mm-hmm. He needs a kidney transplant, so he needs a donor. He needs to find someone who can be a match to get a new kidney for him. Um, and we want to announce an event that is coming up uh, for John. And by the way, this stuff is posted. We have it on PrestonSteve.com, and you can go there and find out information about John, and maybe if you might be a match, if you're interested in finding out if you're a match, or if you know someone who is looking to be a donor, uh, you can do this. So, uh, to be a kidney donor, you don't have to be a relative. Unrelated donors are matched up with uh, recipients every day. Uh, testing can be done anonymously, anonymously, and John's insurance covers the cost. Um, so you can contact. I'll give you a number. It's a uh, Gene Barrett at two one five nine five five six four eight six for more information. But there's an event coming up. On November 18th. It's a ways off, but put it in your calendar now. It's going to be at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. And this is to help uh, raise awareness and bring friends and family together and talk about kidney donation. Hopefully help John find a living donor. Yeah, and uh, God willing, he finds one before then. But this is, you know, everyone coming together to try to facilitate whatever we can for him. Because from what I understand, if you are a living donor, you can designate who you want to donate yeah. to, right? Otherwise, you, yes, yeah. otherwise you have to get put on a wait 
list. He's on an eight-year wait list right an now. Eight-year wait list. He doesn't have eight years wow. uh, to get a kidney. So and he's got a relatively rare blood type. Uh, and Preston, you mentioned you know all the events that John's helped out with oh, over man. the years, and, and and you're 100 right. But anytime we ever and we need, needed anything personally or charity related or whatever, John would step up for those too. And Always. and he wouldn't bat an eye. You, you'd mm-hmm. say, hey, could we you maybe help out with? Yes. What do you need? When do you need it? And every single time, John is just one of those best people on the planet. Uh, we love him dearly. I loved uh, Nick. A great memory of spring training. I'm wandering around. <laughs> Who comes up to me? But it's John Dorenzi with his family. Yeah. And uh, the the guy is just <laughs> so connected to so many of the great memories we have collectively over the years. So well, any, most recently, food trucks and fireworks. Oh my God, You know, yeah. just wandering around there, the parking lot of Xfinity Live, and seeing John's joy at all those food trucks being down there. Uh, a lot of that stuff wouldn't happen without his uh, his help. Yeah. So if you've if you've been to our events and you've enjoyed it, and uh, most likely John has helped influence uh, that event or helped out with that event and helped out in your good time. Uh, so if you're a person who's ever considered being a living donor, we'd like you to consider uh, John as a recipient. I watched the, the process one time when I was um, I, I was at uh, Penn and I was on the same floor where they were doing this and someone was donating a kidney and they came out. They cheered this person on. They, they I mean, it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. So if you think you have it or have the capability to do that, uh, mm-hmm. I can tell you it's it's going to be an amazing experience. Yep. So that event is coming up, Chickies and Pete's in South Philly, and it's uh, November 18th. Uh, tickets in advance, uh, by the way, so you can go to our website at PrestonSteve.com and get info, and we want to help out John, and hopefully you can. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Hang out. We have more of the Back to School A to Z. Stay with us. Join the MMR fam for MMRBQ, our all-day end-of-summer festival, Saturday at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Shine Down, Billy Idol, Larkin Poe, Aaron Jones, Dirty Honey, Finger Eleven, Tiger Cub, and Vixen 77. Are we doing MMRBQA? Plus the President Steve side stage with Sidearms Live Band Karaoke, a Jackie Bam Bam DJ set, and PNS Pal, Don McCloskey and Band. Gates open at noon. And tickets start at just 25 bucks. Text MMRBQ to 39333 for details. Or hit up WMMR.com. Don't miss MMRBQ 2023 from 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Sponsored by Meineke. Doing car care right. Also by Pro Team Collision and Wilson's Secret Sauce Barbecue. So the Pennsylvania State Police have uh, posted on social media that a press conference announcing details of the capture of Cavalcante is scheduled at 9.30 today. Oh. So they're they're going to reveal the, uh, the details, but they are saying the word the capture. Right. They wouldn't call the and then say, yeah, not really. Of Danello yeah. uh, Cavalcante. So it looks like they got him. Yes. Uh, details are coming up. They're doing it at a firehouse in Kennett Square uh, later on today. So that's a sigh of relief. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. There have been a lot of people basically shut down. Uh, you know, had this rolling effect on the schools and whatever area he was last seen in. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's got to be nerve wracking at a certain point. Yeah. Uh, and so, God, so many people out there, so many people working. Yes. All this, uh, you know, they said yesterday when they had spotted him or whatever it was that some of the guys were out there for 24 hours. Um, 
And so, yeah. Well, well they, they, they did it. And I, I wonder what it costs on a daily basis Tough. to conduct an effective manhunt like this. It's got to be ridiculous. Yeah, you talk about people working extra hours. Yeah. Uh, probably needing to use, uh, you know, uh, resources that they normally aren't using on a regular basis. So, yeah. yeah it's got to be extra money for sure. Uh, this is almost, it's, it's wild. And, and uh, what keeps uh, popping into my head was, uh, you know, the, the bear when it was running around Delco. Yes. And uh, we were all uh, following along with that, going, where is it popping up next? And we were just waiting, like, this guy we were on on top of, obviously, with more concerns. You're talking about a guy who's a murderer. Bear watch! Uh, and, yeah, the bear watch. Uh, oh, mama! But they got him. No way! Yeah, and it's That's also being reported, because a lot of people, you know, obviously were wondering that he's being, been captured alive. Yeah. Dog. Oh, he's been captured alive. Okay. Oh, doe de bear. Dog de bear. No, it was dog de bear. Dog de bear. Dog de bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised that if he is alive, that yeah, he, that he survived sure, this whole sure. thing. Because yeah. especially once he got hold of a gun. Yeah. Or, you know, these people who are coming in as like vigilantes or uh-huh. they, they were going to help uh, capture. They want to quote, unquote, quote, unquote, help capture yeah. this guy. You know, there were people that were thinking this was like a bounty hunter type of thing. Yeah. I'm glad that uh, the police were able to do it. Yep. So uh, we'll find out what the details are uh, 930 and we'll try to share that information as soon as it is imparted oh, uh, to you. But I think I think this is cause for celebration. It is. And, uh, and, and we should. Uh, <laughs> We should play a game. We should do a contest right now. Based on this manhunt. You know what immediately pops in my mind? What? Cowbells. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Yes. As if we attach cowbells to yes. every convict, it'd be so much easier <laughs> to find when they get out of the prison, right? Oh, there he is. There's the prisoner. You can hear him running by. Uh, this is a, actually, it's a contest that came up with a while ago, and we have some stuff to give away, so we're going to play a game. It's called Name That Cowbell. And this is pretty simple. It's, it's the same thing as Name That Tune. Only. What do you mean? We took some songs uh, that have, that feature cowbell. And, okay. and there are many. There are many of them. And the way it works, and we'll get our contestants on the line, 215-263-WMMR. You're going to be competing against each other. So if you're Remember the old game, name that tune. Essentially, what they would do is they would have two people that would give them a clue that alludes to the title and artist of a song. And then you would have to essentially kind of haggle who can name that tune. And and I, I think, should I say, name it in... This many cowbells, or I was thinking of the of the term bonks. Like I can name that song in three bonks. Let's go with bonks. Okay. It's funnier. In bonks. So by bonk you mean the striking of the cowbell or the yeah. rattling of the cowbell. Yeah, or give me a bonk. Okay. These cowbells actually have the the the, the beater in them. They're pretty bonked. Yeah, so these are like for it a race. Right. Or something yeah. like that. But if you were playing the drums, it would be this thing would be still. It would be but that doesn't sound yeah. good. I'm trying to muffle it. So. Yeah. I don't have a real cowbell per se, but that's, you know what I'm talking about. I do. All right. 215-263-WMMR. So this is the way we're going to do this. Um, we're going to randomly let someone go first. And if you, you get to start off, I will give you the clue. Wait. You will be the first contestant and you will say, I can name that cowbell in, you know, seven bonks. I'll, t- I'll give you the, the, uh, the, the, set number of bonks are available because some songs have ten, some songs have five, some songs have six, and then right. it goes into the song. Wait, thank you, Marissa. She fixed the cowbell for me. Oh my god, yeah. this thing's horrible. But you get it. Alright, anyway, I can play cowbell all day long. Um, and so you go back and forth, and eventually somebody has to say, name that cowbell. Alright. 
And then I play the song for you, That Many Bonks. And if you get it right, you win a prize. If you get it wrong, the other person gets a chance to win by giving us the correct answer. So, again, clue? First, first, you give the the amount of bonks, and the first person says, I can name that cowbell yeah. in... Two bonks. Do you guys want to? You want to try a sample? I one? think so, just okay. to clarify for people. All right, Casey, you kind of already saw my. I list already here. saw the list. And by right. the way, um, what I need you to do for me is I, we can't go in order because that's alphabetical. So okay. I need you to point to me which song you want me to queue up. No problem. So uh, let's try. Um, who wants to play? I'll play. I want. I want it. Okay. Nick and all right, done, done, done. Okay. Yes. Steve and Nick. Okay, so just out of uh, randomly, we're going to pick somebody to okay. go first. So okay. Nick, Nick, you will go first. All right. Yes. All right, and here is your clue. Nick is still on a uh, everything bagel hummus high. (laughs) All right, here we go. Here's your clue. The hearing impaired cat took a picture. Uh, And then I have to name... A total of ten bonks. All right, I can name that cowbell in five bonks. Five bonks. Steve? Name that cowbell. Okay, so you'll have to name it after five bonks. Okay. I'm if, a little confused here, though, because the clip I have right now. <laughs> it's it's supposed that. to be the full clip. Okay, I have I have something that's called full clip, but then I have a smaller clip. I don't know makes... why we have a smaller clip. All right, okay. so anyway, yeah, the full clip is what I need. Okay. okay. Uh, you're going to have to give me a second because I can't. See, we're there's, th- there's no words on there's it. No, there's no words on it. <laughs> All right, uh, all right. I think we're ready to go. Okay, Nick, name okay. this in five bonks, and I have to count this yeah. and cut it off in the right time. Here we go. That's Def Leppard. Oh. Three seconds. Hysteria. No. I got it. Steve, what is it? Photograph. That's correct. Oh, yes. The hearing impaired cat took a picture. Def Leppard yeah. photograph. Yeah. Get it? Yes. Got it. Okay. Got Good. It. All right. So great. that's that's the way it goes. What? I said great. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said wait. Stop it. This is going to be great. Isn't wait. It? Bear watch. <laughs> Duh. The <Duh>. bear. <laughs> Duh. The bear. All right, we'll oh, get to the next one. I'm going to. Uh, let's go to this. We'll go in this order. Go okay, in that okay. order. Got right it. there. All right, great order. Uh, I was pointing at it when I said that. All right, we'll go to uh, Chris is our first contestant. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. All right, Chris, we're going to partner you up with Jay. Good morning, Jay. How you doing, bud? Good morning. Gadzooks. 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 All right, so uh, since Chris called in first, we are going to let him go first. You guys kind of figure out how this works? Yeah, I think, yeah, so. I think so. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll try it out. So here we go. <laughs> We're going to start with this uh, clue for you, Chris. And here it is. Please come into the rainforest. And the total is eight bonks. The clue is please... Come into the rainforest. Chris, how many bonks? I think I could guess that in three bonks. Three bonks. Three bonks. All right, now we go to Jay. Jay? Name that cowbell. All right, name that cowbell. All right, here we go. We got it set up. Three. I'm going to put you guys on hold. Well, then they should be able to hear it okay. Three bonks, and here they are. This is not set up properly. (laughs) That's perfect, though. It's so good. And no, it's set up the, the exact way it's that still, it needs to be set up. For it's us. the way they do it in no, it's Europe. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, it's the title of the song. <laughs> <laughs> try try this one. Hang on. Yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. I was so confused. I think that's what. So that's probably the one you should play, and then the other one is the fuller version, so you know what it is. No. no, no so. <laughs> 
When we actually do this, it's going to go well. Yeah. yeah. When we do it live. Hey, we're just rehearsing, guys. Right. I mean, this is rehearsal. <laughs> this is dress rehearsal. Chris, what's the answer? The answer is welcome to the jungle. Well, there it is. Crazy. Sorry, Jay. What they need to say, Preston, is I can name that song in none of the bunks because there will be none in the clip you play. Chris, uh, we have a prize for you. Hang on, Casey. Here's what we're going to give him. All right, Chris. Uh, I, don't know how you, I don't know how you did that, man. I don't know. Uh, you got a case of Philly favorite from our friends at Iron Hill Brewery. This hazy IPA is perfect for all of your tailgate needs this season. It's available in four packs and 12 packs <laughs> wherever craft beer is sold. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there's no way. Now, there's no way for me to go and listen wait, to these before wait. we go on. All the right, air. so let's do another. Let's do another test one. All right. All right. Don't, so we only have so many. I, yeah, I know. But listen, do you want to? It's like you know, you, you got to do. You got to make sure you got to quality test it. Right. Uh, wait, Marissa's here. All right, Preston. I want you to do this one because I think I figured out where our miscommunication was, but okay. I changed it up. Okay. And all this right. one's good to go. See. Casey, right here. Go all the way to the top, Casey. Okay. okay. All right. We're gonna go. We're gonna try it again. Top this one. Oh, it's actually. Nick, we our our round was very good. Yeah. Yeah. I have Mike. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Good morning. That's Ruth. How are you? Good, Mike. You ready Hi, to play Mike. this amazing contest? Yes. All right, Mike. And amazing. then we have Joe. Hey, Joe. Right, yeah, buddy. All right, Joe, it's going to be you and Mike. And Mike, you get to go first. I will give you the clue, and then you have to name it. You have to you have to bid when you can name. Now there are seven bonks in this song. <laughs> and the clue is to commit homicide in the honor of a moniker. To commit homicide in the honor of a moniker. And we have six bonks. Where do you want to start? Start with six. Six. He's going to start with six. All right, Joe, he says six bonks. How about you? Uh, He can go ahead. Okay. Wow. Name that cowbell, Mike. (laughs) Let's see if this works. Here it is. Killing in the name of by Rage Against the You just had to nurse it a little bit. It worked. Hey, Mike, hang on a second. You got a case of Philly favorite from our friends at Iron Hill Brewery. This hazy IPA is perfect for all of your tailgate needs this season. It's available in four packs and 12 packs wherever craft beer is sold. So here's the deal. Let me let me explain this. I came up with this contest. This is like, why you're enjoying it so much. I came up with this contest a few months ago, and I had Marissa isolate everything. And then I didn't come back to it because we weren't ready to play the game yet. And then the other day, I was like, hey, do we still have this stuff? She said, yeah. And I went back, and I listened to just one of the clips. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it was exactly the way I wanted it. Right. I'm like, cool, done, we got it. I yep. didn't listen to every single clip. So I think the confusion was Marissa didn't know that I wanted the entire segment where the cowbell is played. I, I don't need it isolated once. And the other isolated when she just had one cowbell bonk. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we're doing here. You're not a one bonker. No. Mm-mm. And by the we're way, I, I like calling in bonks instead of cowbells. I agree. That's just my personal taste. All right. We're going to go to Steve. Hi, Steve. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Hang on, Steve. We're going to put you up against Pete. Hi there, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, Pete. All right. Let me see. Marissa, which one should we? The one I got good? highlighted. Is okay. Good Casey's got one highlighted. 
Now I have to look over here and see what this is. All right, here is the clue. We are going to go with Steve first. And right here, Casey, is this the one? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Okay, here's the clue, Steve. It's going to be good. Hey, Mick, what do you say we meet some ladies at the bar? And there are 10 bonks. Your clue is, hey, Mick, what do you say we meet some ladies at the bar? Ten bonks. Um, I'm going to go six bonks. Six bonks. Pete? You're a whore, Peter. Uh, I, yeah, I'll do the same. No, you well, can't do the same. You have to do less. But, okay, uh, five. Five bonks. All right, now back to you, Steve. <laughs> I'm gonna go four. Okay, four he says four. By the way, you can say name that. You can bonk say name point. that bonk. All right, Pete. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I'll do name that bonk. All right, okay. so he's gonna have to name it in three. All right, Steve. Here are your three bonks. Here we go. Up, oh, I got it. Uh, remember the clue. Uh, honky talk woman. Yeah. yeah! That's yeah! It's yes. the greatest game ever! That is how you do it. All right, Steve wins, <laughs> so hang on the line, and we're going to let Pete go. You know what happens here, Preston? You can have Merv Griffin Entertainment contact you and try to make this a syndicated game show. He's probably the one that came yeah. up with it in the first place. All right, what do we have for Steve? All right, Steve, my friend, you have a pair of tickets to see our friend, Justin Willman, the Magic for Humans in-person tour. It's going to be this Friday at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, PA. Tickets are on sale now via uh, AXS.com. Do you feel better about it now? I do. It's working. I think now we're getting a flow. Yeah. It's just we had an issue with the uh, <laughs> the way it was set up. The first 40 minutes didn't go so well, but this <laughs> it's good now. What are our, what are our uh, text uh, it's reactions? It's a mix of uh, they like. can't get enough of this game. And, uh, hey, did you guys know The Fugitive got caught? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yes, we did. Yes. Thank you. And this is our celebration and our tribute to the members of law enforcement okay. who facilitated right. that. Does anybody hate the game? Uh, no. no, no. Everyone okay. loves no. it. Yeah. All right. Don't we'll, read the text board, Preston. We'll, go, well, there's one from Bill W. We'll go to Bill. <laughs> Hi, Bill. You're on the air. Good morning. Daniel's got to go. <laughs> Very good, Bill. All right, hang on. And then we have uh, Brendan. Hey, Brendan. Hey, morning, gentlemen. Glad to meet you. <laughs> Happy to meet you. All right, so we are playing Name That Cowbell. Casey, which one are we doing? Where is uh, it? This one. I'll tell you the name of this song. It's uh, uh, that, uh, this one right there. Oh, right there. Okay. So we're going to go to Bill and give him the clue. Bill, here is your clue. All right. After dark, we ride the rails. And there are four bonks in this. After dark... We ride the rails. Four bonks. Bill? You can do it in three bonks, he says. All right, Brennan, how about you? Uh, I can't say three, so I'm going to have to say two. Okay, yeah, so you do. Wait, well, he knows. You, you can tell him to name that bonk, but they're, they're, he probably knows what it is. Okay. Right? Or, or Brendan, do you feel uh, confident? No, not at all. <laughs> then you can, you can tell him to name it. Oh, yeah, then name it. Uh, but he already said I can do it in two. No, he well, didn't understand it. Yes. We'll let Bill that's do it. That's why he jumped in. All right, Bill's got to do this in three. Here we go. Listen, <laughs> Bill, here are your three bonks. Oh, my 
God. That's the wrong song. That's the wrong one. <laughs> God damn it. Now Stay I'm getting place. angry. Stay in place. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. You know what? Let's, let's freaking try this one. Yeah, yeah, I think we're good. Try it. Three bonks. Here yeah. we go. Ah, there you go. There you go. It's, and that's easy. Working for the weekend. No, not working for the weekend. Now, Brendan can steal if he knows the answer. Remember, the, the, the clue is after dark, we ride the rails, and those three bonks are... Oh, my God. I know it. I can't think of it. It's right on the tip of my tongue. I'm sorry. I don't know. All right. Uh, Anybody here know? I thought I, so. I did. I thought it was. What was said? Is it? Uh, can I guess? After dark, we ride the rails. Is it Crazy Train? No, it's not uh, Crazy Train. Oh, Night Train! Night Train! Yes. Uh. That's how you do it from Guns and Roses, and in fact, uh, the whole song goes like this. That is the one we were looking for. All right, we're going to try this again. Are we? I know you guys are screaming for more. <laughs> Listen, I've enjoyed uh, it so far. We'll go to Matt. Hi, Matt. Good morning. Morning, guys. Morning. All right. And we have Tony. Hey, Tony. Yo, what's going on? All right, buddy. We're playing Name That Cowbell. Remember, I'll give you the clue. You can name it. You can you can try to guess how many bonks, and you guys uh, kind of negotiate back and forth. And at some point, if you want to call the other person out, you can say, Name That Cowbell, Okay. Got it. The show is so old, people don't remember how it goes. It was it was a perennial. That's why you and I remember it so well. And I used to enjoy it. Which one, Casey? Uh, this one right here. Okay, here we go. All right, this is going to be good. All right. I feel good about this. Here is your clue, and this is for Matt. Igneous of the times. Igneous of the times. That clue alone should help you. And there are 10... Hold on a moment. Hold on. There are 10 bonks. I'm going to say I can name this a one. In one? Ah. Okay. And Tony can say no if he wants. Zero bonks. Yeah, he can. (laughs) Or you can say name that bonk. Uh, I guess name it. All right. Name that bonk. All right. Here we go. This is the one bonk you get. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Is it Rock of Ages? Yeah! Yes. Hang on a second. We're going to give you information. And Tony, we got to let you go. All right, Case. Where the hell is it? Oh, there it is. All right, over there. All right, Matt, you want a pair of tickets to see Justin Willman, the Magic for Humans in-person tour this Friday, September 15th at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, PA. And tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. <laughs> Imagine if the song was that long and became a hit. Yeah. I think we need to wrap this. Did up. you hear it? Yeah, you're wrapping this up. Casey hates it. Uh, yeah, we we you know we got other things going on, and uh, <laughs> I I don't necessarily know if uh, I'm tired. You yeah, know what? You have let, let's try freaking one more. Freaking yeah, one more. Definitely right. trying one more. All right. Uh, so just because? No, 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 no. I just don't think it's fun. No, no, no. I'm having a great time. I, I think this is great. Uh, it's hard on your side. Uh, although that one that I want is not here. Okay. Marissa's Marissa's over here freaking out. Marissa's giving signals. Which one? Uh, It was the... uh, That's the middle finger. um, I was trying to go for this one, but it's not there. Nah, that was too hard. (laughs) This is a really good one right here. Is it? Okay. Let's see if we have that. (laughs) Wait a second. They they, they caught the escape convict. (laughs) Yes, they did. They did, actually. Let's celebrate. Let's try it one more time. How about a contest? One more time. I have Alex. Hey, Alex, good morning. 
sorry to bother you at work. Okay. Uh, we love that you're bothering Celebrating right, the please. capture of the concert. Yeah, we're sorry we're bothering you. All right. Uh, Marissa says, don't do that one. Oh, my All right, God. We have Jason, who's on the line. Hi, Jason. How you doing? Smart oh buddy. I love you, Jason. Okay, give us just a second, fellas. In fact, why don't we just kind of sit here and meditate for a moment uh-huh. while we wait for another one? Do you want a little? Uh, yeah, please. A little. This is about. I'm going to go to the escape prisoner, though. Okay. Uh, apparently, he had an eagle shirt on when they caught him. He had an oh, eagle shirt on. Hey, we can do this one. It looks like we have that one. You know what? That's you called playing to the crowd, Kevin. No, no, no. You said you wanted. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's ready to go. All right, here we go, I'm gentlemen. Looking. You guys still there? <laughs> Oh, All right, Alex. One of them has gone deaf from age. Alex, here is your here is your clue. She is Delta royalty. All right, she is Delta royalty, and you have ten bonks to name it in. Alex, I can name it in nine bonks. All right, he says nine bonks. Jason, you think you can name it in less, or could you? Go, wa- I'm going to go with eight. He says eight, eight bonks. Oh. All right, now back to you, Alex. I can name it in six bonks. Six bonks. Jason? Name that bonk, bitch. Name that bonk, <laughs> bitch. Oh, smack talking. I like it. Damn. Six bonks. And the clue is she is Delta royalty. And here are the six. What song is that, Alex? <laughs> is it Honky Tonk Woman? It is not. No, we already did that one. Yes, but we liked it so much we did it again. All right, so Jason can steal. Jason, do you know what? So I'll, I'll play the six again for you. Listen, here are the six bonks right here. I'm going to go with uh, Mississippi Queen. Yeah! yeah! Absolutely. Leslie West. Correct. Mississippi Queen. Hang on a second, Jason. We'll get your information and we'll set you up with this prize. All right. Well, Jason, speaking of Mississippi, you want Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem on digital. <laughs> after That's years, where they live. Exactly. After years of hiding, the Turtle Brothers set out to gain acceptance as normal teenagers and take on an army of mutants from Mississippi. In the sewers of Mississippi. I <laughs> were rented today at participating retailers rated PG from Paramount Pictures. That was always their saving grace. Yes. They could always escape to the river. That's right. Yes, yes. All right, and there you go. I hope you enjoyed it. I was People, never the casual listener could probably not tell, but there were some issues with that contest. <laughs> there were. All right. But I enjoyed it. How many more did you have? Uh, <laughs> I, let me see here. Um, hang on. I will let you know. I, enough to do it again. I, I, say, one, two, I say, three, yeah. four, five, six. Uh, so I got like eight of them left. All right. So, so we can do it again. Sometime. I'd say just brush it up a little bit, but otherwise I think it's solid. Next time we will we'll, we'll do it right. <laughs> Because I, I I thought it was a good concept. Why'd you say my name? The convicts? Impressed me this text. This text says, heard they are releasing the fugitive so we can play this game again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we only play the game when fugitives are caught. No, right? that's it. Only when they're caught. So we'll never play again. You had an update for us, Kathy? He was wearing an eagle oh, shirt. Oh, he's wearing an There's, eagle shirt. They've that gotten video from, from a chopper above, and it looks as though he's got an eagle shirt on. You know what's great is that won't be used in photographs all around the world. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, him of wearing course. an eagle shirt being right, handed, To give an indication of the fan base. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, Casey. Casey wants me to give these away. I have two of these left, and we need to give them away. It is a chance to join Casey, Nick, and Marissa for a special murder mystery event. It's tonight at 
at uh, Red Rum Theater, and it is courtesy of 20th Century Studios, a haunting in Venice. You have to be at least 21 years of age. Uh, it includes complimentary buffet and a free drink. Yay! All right, so callers uh, 13 and 14 at 215-263-WMMR, a haunting in Venice, only in theaters on September 15th. We'll take those callers. We'll be back in a moment. And a guest joining us when we return. Stay with us. Throughout all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying, open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest. Oh, by the way, before we get to our next guest, yes. I do want to reiterate, yes, we are aware that the fugitive has been caught. Yes. Uh, there is going to be a press conference held around 930. The Pennsylvania State Police has said that they have nabbed their suspect, Cavalcante, and we'll get the details on that a little bit later on. They apparently walked in the other side of the forest with loudspeakers playing the Cowbell contest. The cowbell contest. And he came running out the other side. He couldn't take it anymore. Well, he knew the answers. I don't blame him. And he wanted to call it. All right, our next guest is on a game show. It premieres tomorrow, 9 o'clock on CBS. He is local. He is fired up. I think he's going to win this whole thing. Absolutely better. It's called Buddy Games, and we are welcoming Anthony Frenzel to the show. Anthony, morning, man. Good morning, guys. Uh, this This is crazy, first of all. Thank you guys so much for having me here. Like, just... This is surreal for me. Huge fans. I'm a DJ myself, so it's like just being around Hall of Famers. Woo. So, oh, man. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. I just found out the chest, but yeah. Are, are you, you're a, a live DJ? You do events? Uh, I do weddings. Okay. Uh, I also do uh, bar events as well, too, So okay. and, and proms and sort you, of the whole deal. You work it hard when you do that. When that's when that's when We know a number of, uh, of DJs who do that, and you're lugging the stuff around and making it happen. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it keeps me on my feet, for sure. Yeah. So this event. 
And this, this game show is called uh, Buddy Games, and it's hosted by Josh Jamal, who is awesome. He's been here in our studio before. Good dude. <clears throat> Very cool. And uh, so I was watching the clips from this, Anthony. Dude, I want to do this so bad. This <laughs> looks like so much fun. <laughs> and I think it's something that everyone wants to do. So I be growing up in Northeast Philly, like me and my friends, uh, you know, we would pick up a tennis ball, throw it up at the wires. There's a certain amount of games that we would just make up as we go along. So it's like a sort of put this into sort of our own event. So everyone sort of does this with their group of friends growing up and you get the opportunity to actually go on a live TV show and do this against other people who do the same stuff. Well, to be honest, we've, so done, we've the, done a number of these contests on the on the show and had a blast. Yeah, so those who have not seen uh, the clips for this, I had said earlier, it seems like a, you know, like field day for adults. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's goofy contests. It's it's physical challenges and, and that involve, you know, uh, boats and, and uh, whatever, running around mud, uh, you know, uh, uh, relay things and just all, all kinds of stuff that you and your friends might do if you're hanging out, having a few drinks and yeah, bored yeah, and yeah, outside yeah. and you're like, hey, you know, uh, throw that apple at my face, you know, or whatever. <laughs> We've created a number of games. One game that you might want to try, I was just thinking about this, President, Y100, the staircase, remember we were rolling down the empty water barrels? And yeah, we were playing like Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong jumping yeah. over the barrels. Uh, so, <laughs> alright, well let me, what, what is it, number one, what, is, what does the overall winner get from the game? Uh, the overall winner gets two hundred thousand dollars. So the winning team, winning team, the winning right, team so splits yes. that. And how many team members are there? Five team members? Uh, four. Four. Okay. There's six. There's six groups of four. So that's not bad. All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, your four team members. Had you ever met them before? Are they uh, people you know? We are lifelong friends. So I mean, it's that's what the show is. Like, you okay. have to be lifelong friends. So it's. Uh, Freddie, uh, I've been friends with since I was three years old. Uh, I'm 40 years old right now. Yeah. So. See everybody's last names, too, if they're in the area. so Yeah, Freddie Myers. Yeah. Uh, Louis Freddie Myers. Uh, he goes by Freddie. His, his name's Lou, but he goes by Fred. Um, <laughs> Erica Franzo, who is my wife. Yeah. And Mike Ward, all... Philly grown. Uh, we've been friends our whole lives, basically. So. so, so the buddies are, and then buddy games are lifelong buddies. They're actual right, buddies. So yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. And they took you to where for this? Uh, we were. We went to uh, Bogota, Colombia. Are you what? kidding? Yeah. Wow. What? So you had cartel money in this? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Because it looks like a it, it looks, looks like, like here. A, a campground out in the, the Poconos or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, it's. it's uh, it's it's wild, yeah. <laughs> and so so you go to Bogota. They they put you in this. Uh, w- was it indeed a campground? Or yeah, it was a, a campground. It it was it was when I got there. It looked just like a campground. Yeah. Okay. And you you stayed actually slept on the premises and the whole thing. They we, had it. So- yeah, we stayed there. It was it was an actual. They called it the buddy the camp buddy lodge, and it was a an actual campground. Uh, was alcohol available while you were there? Uh, indeed. <laughs> well, so can you not drink at this event? So it's, it's simply not just the game; it's also the camaraderie, and, and you're exchanging, you know, little stories and back. I assume in the in the in your bunks or wherever you are. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a full. It has a reality show vibe with the competition attached to it. Exactly, or, 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 or vice versa. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. And it's crazy because like you're hanging out with these people that are, you know, lifelong friends as well. So you immediately kind of click with these people, yeah, and it's yeah. like. It's crazy because we talk every single day now, this whole group of people. So I met 20 extra friends now that are going to be hopefully the second part of my life's friend, lifelong friends. When did you shoot it? Uh, we shot it over the winter. Okay. Okay. Right. And so give us a couple of the, the games that you can highlight for us that uh, that were part of the Buddy Games contest. Uh, uh, I mean, it, it's basically like your uh, local uh, bar games. Like it's yeah. basically just adult size 
uh, bigger versions of the games you would play, you know, beer pong, stuff like that, and bigger versions of it, mixed with a little bit of camp feature with a goofy twist to everything. There was a okay. portion present in, in the teaser video where they were wearing those, um, the, the inflatable, what are those called again? Knocker balls? Knocker. Yeah. <laughs> we did oh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a giant inflatable ball, essentially, that you crawl inside of and, and wear as kind of a suit, and you can run into each other at full speed. We you can't see anything, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. you can't see anything? You can't see anything in those things. You're just... <laughs> All right, what was the object of that game? That particular game, do you remember? Uh, yeah, basically, you just uh, they kick a ball into a net, but you're in that big thing, you're and you're trying ball. to. Yeah, you don't see anything, obviously. So, oh, my God, <laughs> I love that stuff. I saw a clip of a guy on a um, a giant inflatable, um, uh, what, not a pelican, uh, a flamingo. Oh yeah, like, what yeah. the hell is that about? Yeah, I mean, if you see, he pulls a lot of stuff out of his movie. So if you watch. The, the Buddy Games movies. Yes. Oh. It, it, a lot of it comes from that. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, this is Josh's creation where he's done this live for 20 years with his group of friends. So no kidding. he recreated that for, for us to do. There's, okay. there's been this this push towards um, adult uh, adult versions of like, there was a, a story that was we, we reported on a couple of years ago where it was, it was, a, was it a tag? It was tag. Yeah. It was that's lasted global forever. tag that has lasted yeah. forever. Yeah. So this, like, the guy will be on. He figures he's okay. He's out on the the beach somewhere on a remote island, you know, like a, a Bali or whatever. And uh, the guy comes out of the woods and just tags him. So, yeah. And, and yeah. it's, it, but it's fun. Oh yeah. So the, the movie. Yeah. The yep. movie, yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, so you guys are there. You have all this uh, stuff going on. You, you, uh, you uh, how many weeks did you have to spend at uh, at the camp? Uh, like we're basically there for I think about a month. Oh my wow. god! Yeah. How much fun would that I, be? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I how do you do this? So you obviously, so being a DJ, you had to, you know, put a waiver on on those gigs. Everyone else was able to. Obviously, they were able to go away. But, but, but you're taking a, you could take a financial hit if you didn't win. It, well, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, that that's that's the part. Like, I think they're looking for people that are that wacky because you have to be wacky to right. to, <laughs> to go ahead and do stuff like you know do stuff like that. Where um, was was there ever a risk where your lifelong buddies were not going to be buddies? Did it ever become intense or um I, this is more of a i mean it's, it's more of a lighthearted yeah okay um, it, it, so it's, it's not vanderpump rule no no, yeah. no 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 definitely not that direction it's more it, this this is fun goofy um you know it, it you're doing it with your best friends so it's we, we've heard reports you know when people are filming tv shows like this or game shows or whatever that sometimes they get a little sleep deprived or yeah. sometimes you know the, the the word that you hear or the words you hear are manipulated reality and um I'm not trying to take anything away from the show, but do they? Is, is it something where like you'll watch the finished product afterwards and you're like, "Huh, I don't quite remember it that way," and it's because of the editing process. I guess we'll see because I haven't watched it yet. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll check it out. Uh, we'll check it out starting this Thursday, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Gotcha. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very cool. So you and your wife abandon your six year old son for a month. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yes, uh, yeah. we did. How did, you, how did you convince her to do that, or was she the one pushing for it? Um, uh, we love him. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it was a lot of uh, a big ask of uh, the grandparents uh, of our parents, you know, for that uh, time. And like uh, my mother-in-law, by the way, is the biggest fan. She's 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 the biggest fan of the show. So uh, my mother-in-law Annette is. She was so happy I was going to be here. So well, but, Anthony, this this isn't your first rodeo. You've done some other game shows before, right? Well, yeah, I, I was on uh, I was on uh, Beach Shazam, the Jamie Fox show, the Jamie Fox yeah, show, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so he's returning to it, I believe. Now. Uh, yeah, yeah, right now, right now, uh, uh, Nick Cannon is doing it right now. But right. Jamie Foxx, I guess, is coming back. After. How'd you do? 
came in, we came in second. Uh, me and my other friend, uh, Anthony, we came in second place. Uh, That's pretty awesome. We right. won at like 40. It was, it was a good, uh, it was a good 40 amount. 40 grand? Yeah. So well, is, yeah. is this something you, you want to keep doing? Other game shows? I mean, this... It's you know. crazy. Like, I I don't know how I sort of rolled into it. You just sort of, you get a phone call. I say yes to pretty much everything. So it's- well, I'll tell you this. You're you're a, an instantly likable guy. You got a lot of energy. Yeah. And so that's what they're looking for. Well, thank you. you. Know? Yeah. And wait, did I read correctly? You were on Dancing on Air? I was on Dancing on Air. The, yes. The, the reboot of Dancing on Air. Yes. In 2012. Uh, you weren't with Kelly Ripa on the I was not with Kelly Ripa, no. All right. What, what were your dance moves? Uh, I was actually one of the DJ's co-hosts uh, of that, so... Oh, okay. I mean, I I tried to dance a few times, but I don't think I got... My, these guilty feet have gotten no rhythm. <laughs> uh, do you think that this... Now, obviously, this is premiering on Thursday. Um, did it feel like it, it, like it might have the momentum to be a multi-season uh, game show? Well... I did Shazam season one, so I'm hoping that it's just my luck that pushes off that I think Shazam's like in season five right now, so I'm hoping that um, Buddy Games, all of our group of friends, kids are friends together as well, so I'm hoping that they can eventually be on season 20. Well, I guess here's here's the question I have, because uh, is this going to be a weekly show? Did he film a whole bunch of these? This is this is a weekly show. We're okay. On. See, I wasn't sure because it seems like a big deal to take that many people down to Columbia and film something for yeah. one. You know, I would think that'd be one and done. Is it eight episodes? How many episodes? Yeah, eight episodes. Eight episodes. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. so that so it's a good run. So that's obviously <clears throat> the truth of the matter is, is that there's a lot of games out there to do, but you got to cycle through a lot of them, uh, and we'll assume that they'll repeat at a certain point. But if you can betray this, what was the most unique? Which one proved the most difficult for you? Because these are all games that were sort sort of quasi familiar with which one really was difficult for you um uh, uh, it's crazy like no no game was i think it's just the psychological like the part like uh, you're doing because everything you do is so kind of like something you do all the time like you do with your friends but it's like just i'm on tv how am i gonna look like i think that's the part that they get you like i can't fail at something that is so goofy that i'm doing right now like how's that gonna how's that gonna show and that's the hurdle you're jumping when you're doing everything it's pretty funny because josh dumal who's a very good looking guy has no problem making himself look like an idiot yeah which is a cool aspect of it and we saw one clip where apparently he jumps face forward into a big pile of mud yeah Yeah, so so that that he's on board does is he participating in any of the games as well I mean, he's he. He'll say it in, in the in the in the previews. He he won't make us do anything that he won't do. Okay. So, and like I said, this is stuff he's done his whole life. Yeah. So he's done this with his friends. I think he keeps a notebook of every stat. I think he told me that he keeps a notebook of every stat. If he plays wiffle ball with his friends, yeah, they keep their batting average through life. Oh my Whoa. god! So that is. I love that. Well, yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. Um. And how messy did it get while you're there? Is a lot of this stuff involved messes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a big mess. Yeah. All right. Wow. All right. Well, I'm excited and. And I'm hoping, you know, obviously it's over and you clearly can't say anything. They, they definitely make you sign uh, N- for sure. <laughs> uh, NDAs. But um, I hope you guys won. I hope yeah. you represent Philly well. That's our biggest thing, representing Philly. Like we hope that, you know, we wear, they gave us just Philly jerseys. So it's like Philly forever is our team name. And okay. it's, that's awesome. Love it. All right. Well, it's on Thursday, 9 o'clock on CBS, and uh, we we wish you well, Anthony. Thanks for coming by. Thank you guys yeah. so much for having me. This you is awesome. It. Anthony Fratzuzzo oh, on the Preston and Steve show. That is so, cool. I know. I would love to do something like that. Well, it, we, you've done it. Uh, you mean you like, do stuff on the show. Yeah. But to do something more that is all this. That's actually competitive. I mean, we, we've done some uh, uh, Double Dare stuff. Yeah. And I, and I was directly involved with that. Marissa and I did some. In fact, we did Dunkle Dare one time, and then we did our own versions of Double Dare. Shut the f- up. 
That's from Dunkle there at uh, Camp Out for Hunger. But uh, to do, you know, like a, like a week straight and have like an elimination, uh, you know, tier uh, process and all that stuff. Be we should awesome. and, and could. You know, and I always thought that Glocky would have would have had a yeah. fair amount of traction with the glide uh, with the uh they call them hoverboards but they're not but the, the I think there's still time for for something like you that. You think Glocky could cuz you guys were playing yeah. it was uh, Briere was one of the contestants and yep. Kevin Crowley I yeah. believe. Yep. It was cool. Yeah. It was, uh, it was fun and <clears throat> I think I, I just because of uh how um easy it went and how much it made sense and how much it felt like actual hockey or roller hockey or whatever I mm-hmm. think that there could be something there for Glocky. Mhm. But no Nobody goes on hoverboards anymore. I know. Maybe I'm one of those. Uh, what, what are the, the, one, the wheel, one wheels? One wheels. I think the hoverboard is is way more maneuverable than the one wheel. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been on a one wheel. What was yet, it when so the Croce tried to get going for the the Cronum? Cro- oh. Is that it? No, no, no. no slam, ball. Slam, ball. slam ball. Slam ball. Yeah. Slam ball. Trampolines and basketball, which is uh, essentially that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> interesting uh, and probably fun to play, but just wasn't you know didn't catch anybody. I told you guys about that uh, that game I saw recently where you it's essentially um, uh, tabletop tennis and yes. volleyball but using your feet right uh i forgot what it was called i wrote it down somewhere cue ball or something like that cue ball that's in pool yeah uh, but my, anyway. my buddy and i used to make up games. Yeah. we used to make up games all the time and and he still does and he's really good at it but when we were kids we we invented a game that we called slam ball okay uh, and it was essentially it was uh we used a tennis racket and a tennis ball and you would hit the ball as far as you possibly could down the street. Now, we had trees on the street, so you had to play the ball through the, the tree branches right. and everything like that. It was awesome. Because you, also, you're launching this ball, like, you know, 50, 75 yards you, down the street. and You know what that is? When you're a kid and you come up with those games. Oh, yeah. So, beautifully depicted in the Goldbergs, they had a game called Ball Ball. Ball Ball, which, yeah. Which they played in the base, and apparently based on, on the actual game that they played. But when you're bored and you have a couple things and you, and you sort of oh. make a hybrid of another game, it's the best. One of my favorite games we used to play, Casey. So your spit cup that you use there, yeah. uh, essentially that type of cup. You drink it. You don't drink it. Oh, okay, because no. that's Which, nasty. Yeah. yeah, actually you do. You go first. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then I I'll can start. drink that goo in one go. Yeah, all right. Uh, but no, we would we would sit in a room, a few people sitting around, and essentially you just you volleyed it. You just would hit it. Okay, and it would make a great noise to me. Is there? You know, and, and keep it airborne, it. and keep it airborne, right. and and it was just a, a game that went around the room. We didn't necessarily have a point system or anything like that, but we could play that for an hour straight, yeah. just knocking that thing around. In college, uh, we invented beer dye. Uh, not we, but my friends and I. My friends invented beer, and I just played dye. It. beer dye. Oh. Yeah, it's a drinking game. But until you uh, die, after we would get done a bong session. We would play hacky sack with the lighter. Did you ever do that where you had to catch it? <laughs> okay, so Casey's catching it with the back of his hand. Yeah. No, we would use cigarette packs. Oh, okay. same thing. All right, toss it up here. Yeah. Oh man. It's, yeah, but like we would toss not, it around. The I'm end. not skilled. You, like you're, you're not a catcher. Uh, but we used to we used to do it with a cigarette pack. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. Boom. All right. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, look at nice. this. Nice. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone's a, a goat. Yeah, right, Kathy, it's coming over. You ready? Oh, God. Come on, do it, Kathy. Come on. I can't. Yeah, yeah. nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Donked it. I think that would hurt my hand. No, no, no. You got to. It's, it's Nick, like. ready? <laughs> it's going around yeah. the room. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Try it, Nick. Here, let's see. Wait. <laughs> over to Steve. Ah. Did it anybody takes, else play Mumbly Peg? It takes a couple times. What? Mumbly Peg? Mumbly Peg? Yeah. No. Mumbly Plague is, is kind of like this, except you play with a pocket knife. We played it in a camp when we were kids. 
and you have to do a series of hand gestures where you flip a pocket knife up, and then it has to land like with blade, the blade down, out? right? Yeah, right. blade down into the dirt. So you would you would flip oh. it with the back of your hand, then you flip it with the front of your hand, and I've completely lost Casey and Preston because they're playing <laughs> this game. <laughs> on the other side. I'm listening. <laughs> There's something about mumbly pegs yeah. and, and, uh, and knives. Yeah. Do you ever play a bando? We you, you abandon your family. Oh, no, my God, no, that's hilarious. But uh, Mumbly Peg was a daily occurrence, and um, and then so you would go like up the chart and then back down the chart, and uh, eventually you'd have to, like milk the cow, where you drop the pocket knife like through an open hand or whatever. It was it was fun. I'm sure some kids just made it up because they had a pocket knife and they were bored at summer camp. So that's, and we played it every single day. That's the equivalent of, of the water. Yeah, similar. Uh, yeah, a bottle flipping but thing, right? With a knife, yeah. with a pocket knife. Yeah. And how many times did you get stabbed? <laughs> Not. I mean, even or if you cut. got stabbed, it was just a, you know usually a relatively dull pocket knife. Okay. You know so. It wasn't. Um, it, nobody was bleeding, or if they God, were, they weren't bleeding yeah. that bad. You could, you could, as you said, Preston. You could spend hours mm. playing the game once you once you had the structure yeah. of it worked out. When the Nerf ball came out, in, interior wise, mm. house wise, oh yeah, the, the the opportunities that were opened up to you. And I remember when the first Nerf ball came out. It's like we can play ball in the house. Yeah, we um we played Nerf basketball down in the basement, but we didn't have a net, so we just used the pipes. <laughs> Sure. There, there were two pipes that yeah. were like right next to each other, and we would use that basically as the net. Uh, also, like in college, when you were on substances, there were a lot of different. There sure. were games that we played that there were no winners or losers. It was just something that you did to pass the time, like skip the class. I remember one time uh, we had eaten um, mushrooms. <laughs> okay, and let's play that knife. Uh, no, no, but we all had a tennis ball, and we were throwing the tennis balls to each other all at the same. Time it was magical in sequence, in sequence, and having a lot of fun. So hang on, so you would have a tennis ball on your right hand. Everybody had two tennis balls. Oh, you had two tennis Uh balls. So you would throw them to the person to your right. You were throwing and And catching at the same time, and then catch and Uh throw and catch at the same. (laughs) We should try that. Why we need to do that? We should. Yeah, you thought you were doing that, but in reality, everybody was just dropping them left and right. Actually, Nick, they were in a detox (laughs) setting. Nick, that same night, I. Uh, was staring into this dog's I saw eyes. Steve. No, t- Steve, I was staring into this dog's eyes, right? <laughs> oh, God. And, and we were You're locking on each other. Steve, at one point, something happened. <laughs> there was like an electrical <laughs> something happened where the dog and I, we locked and we and like understood the universe at the same time. Oh, my God, I'm going to have sex with this dog. <laughs> It was weird because... Did you feel you could communicate with the dog? There was there was some sort of a communication with this right. dog where... And we both noticed it at the same time. And then he just looked at me and I was like, yeah, I felt that too. And then he just started barking at me. He was like... He's like, look, I'm usually not this way, but if we don't seize the moment now... There was nothing sexual. Yeah, it, was, it was Not sexual. I just want you to put your nose up my ass. <laughs> Not sexual. It's how we say hi. Oh my god! So you uh, you, you felt you had a, a, a moment with the dog. I, I wish I could go back to that very that moment because it was. Wait, the dog's on the phone, Casey. Yeah, yeah the dog died. <laughs> yeah, first dog. time, long time. Uh, that's pretty wild. Yeah. And was that the same time you were playing the uh, the tennis ball game? The tennis ball thing. Yeah. I mean, I was so locked in with the universe, Preston. Uh. To me, I like the concept <laughs> of that. Throwing two balls and keeping in rotation, right? Yeah, simultaneously. It would be difficult, I think, yeah. even without substances. You know, you'd oh, be, yeah. it'd be very difficult. I love that stuff. Yeah. I was thinking about games the other day. I forgot why, and I wrote down a note. But uh, there was no more violent 
children's game than Red Rover, was oh there? Oh, my God. Yes, that was so Explain violent. Red Rover. So you have uh, two groups of people, enough to, to form a human chain holding hands on either side. Let's say there's six people on each side. And one side, whose turn it would be, you would say, you'd choose who you would call out. Right. And we would say, Red, Red Rover, Rover, Red Rover, Rover, let Kathy come over. Oh, and so Kathy's job is to break through the chain. Oh, we, so, I, I do remember. so you're holding hands and you just run as fast as you can and try to break through the, the people's hands. And one of two things would happen. Either <laughs> you would clothesline the individual who's trying to run right. through or you would break the arms of the opposing <laughs> yeah. people. Well, Rip their shoulders yeah. out of the If socket. they held it tight enough, they would slam into the, your sides. I don't yeah. know if we called it Red Rover, but it, it was brutal. Very yeah. brutal. Red Rover. And I can't think of a game that had more that wasn't, you know, beyond like, you know, football or something like that. But, Did you ever play Deck the Bitch? Uh, no. Oh, that's a good one, too. We did have somebody call in one time to tell us they used to play a game called Hide the Belt. Do you remember that? No. Because uh, we were talking about kids' games years and years ago, and essentially, uh, someone would hide a belt, and everyone would go looking for it, and whoever found it got to beat the other people with the belt. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dear God. And it's, oh listen, God. there's more nuance to it than you would imagine. Uh, well, you know, pr- prison dodgeball was, uh, I always, I always... I guess schools don't do it anymore, but dodgeball and prison dodgeball was one of my favorite games. I thought it was pretty brutal. Yeah. People still do dodgeball because I see it show up in my Instagram feed all the time, people taking face shots and stuff. Regular dodge or prison dodge? Well, I, I don't know the difference between regular and prison. Uh, there would be uh, a prison on the other end, and they would get to go to the uh, the people that would be, quote-unquote, put in jail, stood in the back. And if you could throw a ball all the way back to them and they caught it, they could come back on your side. That gotcha. was prison dodgeball. I, I think it was just regular they, they would catch the ball, and then they would have to hit someone to get out, right? I don't remember that. Okay. Maybe. Somebody texted in uh, Bloody Knuckles. That was uh, definitely a violent game. Do you guys remember? Uh, did you play Red A or Red Ass? Red Ass, definitely. Yeah. That's wall ball, but with attitude. Right. Explain. And you would peg the guy. So, Steve, I would throw the ball against the wall behind yeah. you, right? And you would have to catch it before somebody else did or before it bounced. And if it bounced or you dropped it, then you would have to go run and touch the wall. If I then picked up the ball, threw it to the wall before you got there, then you have to stand up against the wall with your hands up against it. And I get to, oh, I get yeah. to peg you from behind yeah. as hard as I... With, with the ball. With, with the ball. <laughs> no, I get yeah, to peg you. <laughs> You're going to bend that. over and take your pants off and I'm going to peg you hard. Hard with uh, a lamp. No, but it, it, that, that moment while you're standing against the wall waiting for somebody to throw the ball as hard as possibly as they can at you was terrifying. Yeah. There were things that were outlawed by the Geneva Convention that were part of children's games. Nick, one time we were playing red ass in the schoolyard and not only did uh, I was going to get the ball, not only did I slip and fall in a complete uh, mud puddle, but I crapped myself at the same time. (laughs) I had fallen like right on my ass. That's a winning moment. My mom had to come with a complete... (laughs) Why didn't you call up the dog you had this idea, Bob? (laughs) I'll be right over. But you would also run as fast as you could towards the wall, so occasionally you would have wall injuries just from trying to get to the wall in time. Did you call your mom to come get you? Oh, she had to come and bring me uh, an entire change of clothes. And did you tell her that you pooped your pants? Not until she got there. I was like, I need underwear, too. Okay. All right. Uh, Marissa? The one I was thinking about was more self-harm, but did you guys play Foursquare? Yes. Uh, Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, I... 
Was that like, like a six, king, queen, jack? Yeah. There was okay. just, it was a square with squares inside of it. And for six years straight, I just had bloody knuckles all the time. So how would you play? Because you would just play four. You were, if you were the king of the square, you would kind of serve the ball. And it was just passing it back and forth, Steve, right. back and forth. But you would make up rules. It was kind of like a-hole, but for little kids. I got you. But you, you would play it on cement. So if you were like saving a ball, like yeah. volleyball, you would just be oh. scraping your knuckles across cement for <laughs> hours rash. straight. We called it muckle. Did you guys ever play muckle? Uh-uh. Muck. Uh, muck, uh, there are other names for it. That's uh, muck and fuds. <laughs> that you can't say that are just not socially appropriate these days. Uh, but we always called it muckle. We didn't call it the, the other yeah. names. But essentially, uh, it was just uh, you against everybody in football. So you would catch the football, and then you would have to run while everybody tried to tackle you. And oh. once you got tackled, you would lay down, uh, and then you would throw the ball up, and then whoever got oh. the ball, then well, I remember, I remember that we that called it. it, 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 it yeah. yeah, There was yeah. one thing that was, uh, I think it was, a, was it Spud? Where was the punishment? I right, Spud. Yeah. But there was one, the paddy wagon. Did you guys do that? Where you'd all stand in, yes. and the guy would crawl between your legs and you'd smash yeah. his yeah. ass. We called it the spanking machine. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's my nickname now, but. <laughs> uh, I got one of those at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I just got carpal tunnel syndrome. Uh, How did you get this? From uh, typing too much? Oh, no, no. I had pleasure myself right, all g- the time. Bill's got a game called Buck Buck I've never heard of. Hey, Bill, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. All right. Buck Buck? Yes. Steve must know this. Bill Cosby did a whole bit about it a long time ago. It sounds familiar, but I don't remember how it's played, Bill. How do you play it? You get two teams. Usually it was different neighborhoods. And and I grew up in North Philly just like Bill Cosby did. Right. So I grew up at 8th and Lehigh, and it was the 8th Streeters against the 9th Streeters. (laughs) And you have to, the team get together, you grab the guy, each other by your hips and bend over real hard and you've got one hand against the wall. Then a guy from the other team runs at you and jumps on your back to try to knock the whole pile down. Okay, and it, it, but the, 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 the thing, the key was to get to the other team first and sedate them with Benadryl, correct? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have it back then. No, that was, right. that was later, Cosby. Thanks, I do Bill. remember this game. Yeah, absolutely. And you would try to break by sheer weight of the people on their backs. I know why Rochelle and I were talking about this. It was uh, the other night. I was. Uh, it was a beautiful evening, and the sun was. It was just getting dusk, and and some kind of scent in the air uh, gave me a vivid childhood memory, which you know, yeah, uh, scents can do that. Your sense of smell can, and it just reminded me of those. Late summer evenings with your friends outside in someone's oh, yard, yeah. playing these games, and and how much fun that was. Oh, I love them all, and it's it's badminton, you know, even croquet, or, or, or running bases, or spud, or or any of those. Games. Yeah, freeze tag. Yeah, and, and running bases. The games my kids play was called manhunt. That oh was yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we called that, that capture. Fun. Yeah, capture. Yeah. Oh, okay. dude, we played capture. It was like every single day. Well, and you had to play. When the sun was going down, it had to be like a yes. little yeah. bit dark. Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, Reagan, hide the belt, is on the line. <laughs> Hang on uh, a second. Hi, Hi Reagan. Good yes, morning. Yes. Long time. <laughs> Were you the one that called in all those years ago about that game? No, nope, not me. Okay, so so this is, it's more, I thought it was just one person and their group of friends made up hide the belt. All right, how, what were your rules? So it was just like tag. They hid the belt. Whoever found it would go around whooping everybody until you got back on base. Was the original version of this game called hide the bullet? <laughs> 
Oh my God! <laughs> where did you Where did you grow up playing this game, Reagan? Down in Albany, in Philadelphia. In Philly. So okay. it was a real game. Uh, the concept of finding the belt and then be a- being able to wholesale slaughter the other teammates yeah. is you hilarious. Come with welts on you. Yeah. And Mr. So- Gorbachev, hide that belt. All right, so when you, and then when you made it back to base, they could stop beating you. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, those, those games were, were it was wow. literally, it had to be inspired by the Spartans. I mean, Thanks, hide Reagan. the belt certainly yeah. has a Spartan kind of feel to it. Yeah, I have uh, Jake on the line. Jake, good morning. Hey, good morning, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? Hey, so back in college uh, in Philly U, we used to play a game called Stump, where you get a big tree stump and you <laughs> lightly tap in a long nail uh, for however many you know people are playing, and then you got a beer in one hand, you got a hammer in the other. You got to throw the hammer in the air, clip it, and then catch and on the downstroke hit your opponent's nail and try and yes. get it in. And if you hit it, they have to take a shot. And if you miss it, then you have to take a shot. <sighs> and eventually, you got to get the, the opponent's nail all the way in. And yeah. then you win. so I'm seeing we're seeing a representation of this. So basically, you're flipping it up, and then on on the, on the downward trajectory you have to catch the hammer right and hit their nail in interesting i like that yeah. that, I, that requires I, some skill i think i could be pretty oh, yeah. good at that and you're getting hammered you know the whole time so right yes yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's a whole yeah ir- irony there that you're hammering and getting hammered at the same time yeah. interesting all right i like that jake thank you man yep. appreciate it bud are you a beer pong fan no, it wasn't. Um, uh, quarters was our game yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the day, and then beer pong came after. We did our own version of it, which was literally uh, playing the game of ping pong, but you had beers yeah. set yeah. on the ping pong <laughs> table. We did. Yeah, what was it? When yeah. we played it Beirut is beer pong, right. and so like what, what you classically call beer pong, which is you know a pyramid of, of yes. cups set up, and you throw a, a ping pong. That was what we called Beirut, and then beer pong was actually played with ping pong. Case, okay, so what was the game when we used to play in the cafeteria? on the cafeteria table all the time with coins where you would you'd have the coin at the edge of the table and you'd hit it and it was almost like shuffleboard where you'd get the coin to slide across and get it as close, close. to the other yeah. side edge without well, it going you, over you do that over. with three coins three three coins. Coins. Yeah. yeah okay yes yeah. I remember that See, because you had to shoot one in between uh, the, the two yep. yep Casey I learned a long time ago that every fraternity or every college had their own version of beer pong you yeah. know everybody had their little slight nuanceful differences to it but Preston we played with the paddles and the, the beer uh, cups on the ping pong table itself and if you got if you were lucky enough to dunk somebody else's cup they had to chug the entire thing okay if you hit the outside of it they would have to drink half so yeah. and, and then beirut was the other one that we played in, on the in the other room yeah uh, and uh, it was all moronic uh all right let me go speaking of moronic uh shane has a game hi shane good morning good morning guys how's it going good all right so we're talking about brutal home games what's yours all right, so we played Bamboo Wars up in Northeast Philly. Okay, can you explain what the rules are of Bamboo Wars? So just like uh, pickup hockey, we had this weird little patch of bamboo in the Northeast, and we would each break off a piece of bamboo, put the bamboo in the middle, and we'd pick sticks. So okay. <laughs> it'd be a three-on-three, six-on-six, four-on-four, whatever we had. And, and the goal of the game was to 
beat each other until <laughs> you quit. So last man standing, last girl standing, so if was involved. The, the literal goal of the game yeah. was to beat the other team into submission. <laughs> to, to beat the S out of each other, correct. <laughs> until until you said stop, and then you, you had to put down your bamboo stick and, and walk off the field or wherever. That's it. When you quit, you you got to the side and watched everyone go. So bamboo wars, oh the fastest growing sport God. in North America. Bamboo would hurt. Press. Yeah. See, when they started playing games like this, this is when I would uh, go out and just catch the um, lightning bugs. And right. Put them in a pickle yeah. jar with holes on the top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this that's is a great bu- game. That's the Bucks County in you, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. How old were you when you were doing this, Shane? Uh, we're talking ten through twelve. Oh my God! And were and were any parents around? While this was going on, absolutely not. Of course, they were, all right. They were Bam- working, right? Bamboo Bam- wars. <laughs> we beat you until you quit. That's rule number one. That's an rule honest number game. Two, see rule number one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go to Joe next. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Yeah. How you doing? Good. What's up, Joe? All right. We had a game called Ass Ball. Oh, yes, ass Ball. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you, you have a wall. Right, we'd be playing in the street. Whoever was playing, you got about five guys to play. You'd have to throw the ball against the wall, and then anybody could catch it. Right. If you miss the ball, yeah. you got a letter. You got a letter A, and then you got another letter S. If you miss the ball, and S. And if you got S, you had to lean up against the wall, bend over, <laughs> lean up against the wall, and everybody playing. Had three shots to throw a pimple ball as hard as they could at your ass. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That would hurt. Everybody gets oh, yeah. three, three shots. Yeah. Every single person gets three shots at. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Now, the worst was when they hit you in the hamstring with the pimple ball and it left welts on your hamstrings. Yeah. Yeah, but it gets another brutal game. But wow. I, I kind of like it. And Joe, what was the age range when you guys played this? Yeah, we were about from twelve to yeah. about. You know, you get the older guys, eighteen. Oh my you god! Hate, you hated when they threw it at you. Yeah. Oh my god! I love All right, you thanks, Joe. You appreciate know, it. Seems a little bit more passive, but still interesting. Preston, go to Craig on line three. Okay. okay. Hi, Craig. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Craig? Nothing. So when I was younger, we used to play this game at my cousin's house called Strobe Light Pillow Fight. Okay? <laughs> Strobe Light Pillow Fight. So yeah, how did you yeah. play it? So basically, we would take all the cushions and stuff from, or the pillows from the love seats and the couches. <laughs> we'd go into my cousin's den. We'd hook up a fog machine and some strobe lights. <laughs> and we would essentially throw them back and forth at each other until we just gave up. Probably six or eight people, and it was absolutely disorienting and really, really painful when you got hit with a zipper in the face. Oh, yeah. yes. Well, well, here, what I think is because you're, you're getting, you're, you're visually being thrown off by the strobe light. Yep. So- oh, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Craig. Yeah, also, yeah. also, first time, long time, I was going to say, like, I love you guys so much. You Aww. make my day so incredible. I sit in the machine all day. I'm an operating engineer. It's 542. Big shout out. Oh, uh, what? 
I, I, yeah, seriously, we, I, I love you guys to death, man. Oh, thank you, man. Even, That's pretty cool. Even the cowbell game, Craig? <laughs> so I got to be honest with you. The cowbell game started off a little bit rough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, work, you worked it out, and I hope you bring it back. All right, there you go. Thank you, Craig. And I appreciate he, he it, man. We, we love you, brother. Uh, did, you, did any of you guys have a strobe light at home when yes, you were a kid? We did, too. Oh, I loved it. Loved that was it. the best. Uh, you know, as a horror fan, it was terrific to have that. But when you would just the whole thing of, of jumping around. Oh, man, it looked bizarre. Yeah, well, just, just the best. And you could set the frequency of the light, you yep. know. And that's what made all the difference in yeah, the world. Yeah, the super, super fast made it seem like you were like in an old school, mo- an old time movie, like an old silent movie or yeah. something like yeah. that. But if you slowed it down a little bit. It, you would see your friends, you know, we'd just be gesticulating and yeah, doing yeah, yeah. bizarre movements, and it would just catch you in that frozen we moment. Should, we should do that in here. We should get a real strobe light. No. It, it, we, I don't think we can get it dark enough in here. Do you think, uh, Case, are you, are you photosensitive? We have our disco lights. Oh, I would oh we sick. could do this. Oh, you it's got to be yeah. It's got to be pitch black for a uh, uh, for a strobe light to really work. We do yeah. have the disco lights. We could do we just do. as best we could we with those. Have a disco party. We have disco lights. All right, I'll turn off. All right, okay, great. He wasn't going to do it. There we are. I love our disco parties. Shake your booty now, baby. Come on. Come on. Ass ball. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Shake your ass ball. Um, wait. I want to. I know we got a break, Case. Can I take I'm, one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave the disco lights on. All right. Then. Let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Good morning, and it's Mike from Cherry Hill. Hey. All right, Mike, uh, what's the game you wanted to share? He's Mike. dead. Mike. What was the last game you ever played? Hold on. Mike? He's, he sounds like he's hiding the phone. Hello? Hey, yeah, Mike, what happened there? Okay, I lost him for a second. I was working. I had my earpods in. Oh, his earpods. Oh, okay. Earpods. Can you hear us now? Yeah, we spoke, we spoke a couple months ago. I had the brand new... All right, we can't hear you, Mike. Oh, man. You got to just use the regular phone thing. Uh, he can't hear us. Yeah. He doesn't have to. All right, Mike, sorry, bud. Here's what it says on the screen. It says they would play mousetrap tag. You'd throw a loaded mousetrap at a person. Oh, my God. Dude, dude, they, no. have you ever accidentally tripped Hell a mouse? Yes, it hurts. It's bad, man. It's not a game. Really bad. It's meant to kill the mouse on contact. Here, we're going to play. You ready? Go. And he's just throwing it at you. And that's the whole game. Dude, it, that's horrible. Okay. All right. Uh, there's another game called Ping, uh, Pong Dong. Pong Dong? Yeah, let me go to one more here. And I know we got to wrap up. I we'll lost go. a buddy over in Nam in Pong Dong. We'll go to Jim. Hey, Jim, good morning. Jim, oh, wait, 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 wait. I think it was me. I hit this button. Oh, man. Did you lose him? No. Jim? Yeah, we lost him. All right, unfortunately, that's all we have time Damn for. Damn it. But listen, uh, the reason we got started, I got to turn light. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, we got started on this whole thing is because Anthony Franzo is here in our studio. It's a, a game show that starts on um, Thursday, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, and it's called Buddy Games. Yes, looks and they, great. They play all kinds of games. I think maybe we can mention to Josh Jamal if we have him on Hide the Belt. Yes. that might be a game they consider at some point. Or Bamboo Wars. Yeah, Bamboo Wars. They can Wars. add to it. But uh, anyhow. Asphalt, like, too. Him and his friends are representing Philly and hopefully uh, going to bring back uh, the uh, $200,000 cash prize. So that's tomorrow night. Nice. All right. We got to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. And uh, we got some bizarre file stories on the way. Stay with us. The MMR. 
Brent Porsche. Tomorrow from 11 to 1 at Avise Wellness Treatment Center's open house at 2288 Second Street Pike in Newtown for an MMRBQ ticket rate. Win tickets every 15 minutes. Tomorrow from 7 to 9, Nick McElwain from the Preston and Steve Show rocks the Irish Rover, 1033 Bellevue Avenue Inghorn with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles Washington tickets courtesy of Bud Light and enjoy $3 Bud Light and Michelob Ultra Drafts. Join the MM Army Friday from 4 to 6 at Family and Company Jewelers, 65 East Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey, for an MM RBQ ticket raid. Win tickets every 15 minutes. Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination. Got a text that said you're not playing Turn Up the Radio? We already played it. We did. We played it. That's why you can't miss a second of the Back to School A to Z. Those songs pop up before you're even realizing where we are in the alphabet. Uh, but if for some reason reason you want to retrace your steps, you can go to WMMR.com and take a look. So your best guess at when it wraps up completely? Excuse me. Uh, I had heard bandied about uh, that it might be Thursday afternoon. All right. So we'll see if that uh, ends up being the case or not. But I'm going to uh, miss it. Yeah, I am too. Um, but listen, a couple things I want to remind you of before we get to the bizarre file. Uh, we have a secret text for tickets to see Justin Willman, who's going to be joining us here in the studio this week uh, for the event, the Magic for Humans in-person tour. Uh, it's at the Keswick Theater on Friday night. It's very funny. He's a great magician and uh, is awesome. So text the word secret to 39333 and we'll get a winner in just a few minutes. And then I want to reiterate this. We announced a contest. MMR presents Crumb Bum Cash. Yes. And it's a chance to win $1,000 five times a day. That starts on Monday. And it's the keyword contest. You know what we're talking about. Uh, you listen five times a day, 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, 3 and 5 p.m. We give you a keyword and you have 15 minutes to enter that. Uh, You're a real crumb bum. Three ways for you to do it through the website on the contest page, uh, the MMR app, or you can text it and we'll give you the number when it's time to do it. Sponsored by friends at Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. But yet again, more money to be had and it starts on money and we call it crumb bum cash. You're a real crumb bum. B5. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you by J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. Got junk and want it gone? Then you want J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. Veteran and military owned family. Uh, I'm sorry. Veteran and military family owned and operated. Uh, visit J-Dog Junk Removal, RDSC.com. That's J-Dog Junk Removal, RDSC.com. A Swiss International Airlines plane arrived at its destination without a single checked bag on board. No luggage at all no. on the bag on the, the plane. The plane arrived in Bilbao, Spain on Saturday without any of the passengers' checked bags. The bags were left behind in Zurich. Passengers have waited in vain for more than two hours at a conveyor belt for their suitcases. The uh, yeah, that's where they took off from. The flight department uh, had said they, they made a statement and said there was a shortage of ground staff. Uh, the flight departed without its 111 passenger suitcases for operational reasons, as the plane had to fly another set of passengers from uh, Bilbao to Zurich Airport. <laughs> 
before it had closed. Uh, Swiss was operating the flight on behalf of Edelweiss Air. Edelweiss. The flight crew waited for one hour and 16 minutes for uh, the ground staff to load the bags onto the plane before deciding to fly to Bilbao without... We hadn't planned on doing that, by the way, but I'm glad that you did that. Uh, several passengers said the the pilot in charge of the flight was apologetic over the delayed departure, but never mentioned leaving their bags in Zurich once they got to Bilbo. It was not the first time... The- It was not the first time a plane departed without its passenger's bag. In July, two scoot flights flew oh. from Athens, Greece to Singapore without luggage before the summer heat wave, which could have uh, affected the performance of the aircraft's engine. I'd go out of my mind. Yeah. Losing luggage or misplaced. That's why I recommend heartily, Kathy, I know you're a proponent of this as well, Apple Air tags in your luggage. Use them. It wouldn't have mattered. They, they left them I in Bilbo. Yeah. You know, that was the whole thing. <laughs> All right, so the secrets to happy relationships could be breastfeeding. According to mother of three, Rachel Bailey, she started breastfeeding her husband, Alexander. Oh, no. When she found herself over-lactating following the birth of her, following the birth of her second child. She said, my middle child... a huge freaking hooters, huh? Aria, who is now six, was breastfeeding. I went away on a cruise with Alexander. However, I forgot my breast pump and was badly engorged for two days. Got milk? I was in so much pain and I was scared about getting an infection, so we decided that my husband was going to try drinking the milk to relieve me. That is pretty wild. We well, were, actually, that's that's a, that's a that's a kink that some people have. She said, we were nervous about the idea of him breastfeeding from me, but as soon as we did it, I, we realized it was perfectly fine. Turn, you, turns out, Alexander actually liked the taste of his wife's breast milk, even preferring it to cow's milk, and reaped all the benefits of the extra nutrition. I think one of the sickest, or at least most uh, volatile reactions I saw was when you drank breast milk. You all did on the show. It was horrible. Yeah. It was absolutely horrible. Uh, Alexander felt so much more energized when he was drinking my milk, she said. Uh, he didn't get a cold for two years after he started drinking my milk. Uh-huh. And so many people said that his skin was so much better, too. Uh, now she, that she's producing less milk, she's only able to feed Alexander at night. Let uh, me return the before. <laughs> Well, she said before it was uh, she would breastfeed her husband at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Wow, that's a lot of sucking. And now it's only at night. Of course, Rachel always makes sure that her three children are fed before her husband, but it actually became a genuine bonding experience for the married couple. Well, if you like that, I have a medicine cabinet in my pants. Yeah, so that's pretty wild that that is what they do regularly. It seems a little excessive. Mm -hmm. A Florida woman is accused of jumping into Miami's Biscayne Bay while holding her three-year-old nephew and taking off her clothes after police arrived. Uh, Natalia Marina was arrested on Thursday in charge of criminal mischief, child abuse, and resisting arrest. According to an arrest report, uh, Marina was caught on a surveillance camera destroying a floodlight. A Miami police officer responded to the scene, spotted Marina, a child, and a woman later identified as a suspect's sister, and when they attempted to stop them, the two women and the child jumped into the Biscayne Bay. Investigators say that uh, Marina, who was holding her nephew, swam from Brickle Park to nearby Brickle Key. Brickle Park to Brickle Key? Yes. <laughs> 
Wasn't that a Glen Campbell song yeah. or something like that? Brickle Park to Brickle <laughs> Key. I remember that. Uh, Jessica D. Cristofario said that she was walking her dog when she saw the trio and took cell phone video. Oh, you're not in Brickle Park, honey. This is Brickle Key. Of uh, Marina swimming with the... How many brickles do you have? ...child in her arms. The child was actually going... She said it seemed like the child... Play me back to Bilbo. ...was going underwater, so I got a little concerned, and police said Marina took her clothes off after officers responded. Wow. Uh, Cristofario said that... That, uh, I guess when the police came, shook off all her clothes and started throwing them at police. Can't do that. You can oh. take your clothes off. You just can't throw them at the police. Officers responded quickly, and uh, Marina and the child were pulled from the water. The child returned to their mother. Marina was taken to an area hospital for a physical and emotional evaluation. Besides, the latest thing to do when you're taken into police custody is make sure you're wearing Eagles paraphernalia, right? right. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> And the final story, um, this is, yeah, this is weird. Uh, Kaiser Permanente agreed to a $49 million settlement this month after state and local law enforcement found the healthcare giant disposed of confidential patient information, hazardous waste, and medical waste, including blood and body parts in regular trash steam streams. Mm-hmm. They were throwing body parts just into the regular garbage can. Garbage can. Oh. Yeah. Aren't uh, you supposed to separate body parts? California Attorney General. We Bob, have a body part bin at home. Rob Bonta said we saw body bodily fluids and body parts that should have not been in the public waste stream. Uh, the settlement requires Kaiser to take significant steps and spend money to invest in preventing unlawful disposals from happening again in the future. That's messed up. Wow. All right, and that's all I have in the bizarre file for you now. All right, Kath, we got to get ourselves a winner for the secret text word, what magic number do you have today? Kathy? Kathy. Oh, she's listening to something. Sorry, I'm listening to the press conference. I thought she didn't like you, Preston. Yeah. I thought she was Stay having on. a medical episode. I do. She's going on Mitch McConnell. I thought, yeah. <laughs> So he was listening. Yeah. I thought you were having a seizure. Why? Because I, 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 I oh, called oh, oh. you three times Sorry. and you didn't respond. She's I, trying to take down information about yes. the press guy. Yeah. Uh, I was just listening. They just. I got a number. Oh, my God. You both like to rock. I'm going to go back to listening because uh, business Call, is talking give us now. A number. Call her number seven. All right, caller number seven. That's a stupid number. All right, caller number seven, 215-263-WMMR. You uh, have to call us with the secret text word. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. 
Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we do have some things to give away. Got to hang on a second here. I got to get my lesson questions all set and ready to go for you because someone is going to win uh, a $50 Rita's gift card. And Oh, you know oh, what? You know no, what? No, 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 no. We got to get secret text word winner. Yeah, I yeah. apologize. Awesome. Let me go to him first. We were looking for the seventh caller, and that is Victor. Hey there, Victor. Hey, good morning. You scared me. I said I was thinking I don't know the lesson question. I know. <laughs> My fault, brother. My fault. Okay, so I need to know what the secret text word is, please. That would be handkerchief. Handkerchief is correct. Yes, hang on, buddy. We got you. We're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Justin Willman, the magic man. Uh, it's the Magic for Humans in-person tour Friday at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. Tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. And our random texter is Bill Reese from Essington. So Friday night, he's going to go and see Justin Willman at the Keswick Theater. We should have Justin on uh, at some point this week as well. All right, now we can do today's lesson question. Thank you, Casey. All right. Question we are going to ask you is this. According to Dr. Mike, what kind of water should you not use for a nasal rinse? 215-263-WMMR. According to Dr. Mike, what kind of water should you not use for a nasal rinse? That was around 7.30 this morning. Uh, call now. And by the way, it's not tap water. It's the other one that he had mentioned. Let's see if you know the answer to that. And we'll do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Sports and Social. Cheer on the birds. Just steps away from the stadium at Sports and Social and Live Casino and Hotel Philly. Watch the game on a 52-foot big screen with halftime contests, Bud Lights, giveaways, memorabilia, and more. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, positive signs that Amanda Bynes is starting a new chapter in her life after she had those heart-shaped tattoos on her face removed. Bynes says she's been wanting to remove them for a while to make way for a Preston and Steve tattoo. Hey! Reese Witherspoon trying to shut down rumors that she's a billionaire after earning $900 million from the sale of her production company, Hello Sunshine. <clears throat> Excuse me. Witherspoon says she wishes she was a billionaire because then maybe she wouldn't have to sweat things out every time she buys a country. Yeah. Hey! And finally, Guns N' Roses had to postpone their Saturday night concert in St. Louis. The band took to Instagram to let fans know that Axel was suffering from conditions associated with menopause. Hi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We'll see if uh, somebody knows the answer to this lesson question. According to Dr. Mike, what kind of water should you not use for a nasal rinse? 215-263-WMMR is the number. Uh, let's see. We will go to... We'll go to David, see if he knows. Hey, David, good morning. Yoo-hoo. 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 All right, David, what did Dr. Mike say you shouldn't use as uh, the nasal rinse? Tap water or toilet water? 
I well, for, I said not tap water, mm-hmm. and he didn't say toilet water. I said toilet. Water. Casey said toilet water, so that is in. Thank you, sir. But we appreciate it. He was listening. Uh, not right. No, we got to get the answer. So yeah. we'll go to Fran. Hi, Fran. Fran. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, but all right. So, what should you not use, according to Doctor Mike, as uh, nasal rinse? Salt water. No, not salt water. Mm. Sorry, buddy. Thank you. We'll go to Tony. See if Tony knows. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, yeah. what water should you not use? Well, I thought creek water. That is yeah. correct. Creek water. Yeah. And Tony, did I yeah. Did I hear a cow in the background there? Yeah. I oh, thought so. Betting. What's that? <laughs> I was giving him betting. <laughs> Where are you? You're laying down the cow. at the cow motel. He's putting yeah, bedding in. Yeah. yeah, it's a cow town, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, are you uh, you working on a farm right now? Oh yeah. Yep. I, I, I literally heard. Did you My guys? Hear yes, I heard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. My nice. wife called you a while ago, Judy. But oh, I we know that. you guys. Yeah. Yes. All right, Tony, you won. So hang on the line. We'll get your information. We're going to set you up with a fifty dollars Rita's gift card. Uh, you can head to Rita's for a fall pick me up with frozen coffee with a with fun fall flavors by pumpkin mocha and cold brew only at Rita's for a limited time. Preston, Preston and Steve's music news. You were utterly confused. I was utterly confused. All right. uh, Brought to you by Horizon Services. From clogged toilets to dripping faucets, Horizon cooling, heating, and plumbing. Plumbing professionals are there when you need them. Plus, you can save 20% off of your next plumbing service. Visit horizonservices.com. Multi-Grammy-nominated guitarist Joe Satriani, along with virtuosic guitarists Eric Johnson and Steve Vai, have reunited for another round of the original 1996 G3 tour. This is a must-see if you are a fan of uh, shredding guitarists. Uh, Steve Vai commented uh, through a press release saying it's always an honor to contribute to a G3 tour and to be with Joe and Eric again playing on stage is like living life to its fullest. I'd heard Joe, I mean, that cat really knows how to play guitar. He does. And you better watch out for him. That is true. This cat really knows how to play guitar. (laughs) That's what I was talking about. Absolutely. In that clip, yeah. Uh, The tour kicks off January 23rd. In Tucson. That's the latest news. Let's get on to the latest rock. Stops in 11 cities before winding up with a pair of shows in Los Angeles. (laughs) This cat knows how to play guitar. Watch out. This cat really knows how to play guitar. I like the part where you start talking about how your your muscles, Preston. Oh, God. Look at these muscles, man. Oh, God. Let's be clear. That's not me. All right. Uh, Van Morrison will release a new album on November 3rd, and it will feature electric guitar from the late Jeff Beck. Ah. Uh, You will also hear uh, the vocals of English rocker Chris Farlow. Uh, titled Accentuate the Positive, his 45th studio. Oh, my God. Not Chris Farley. Chris Tommy Farlow. would like wingy. <laughs> What'd you do? Tommy want wingy. Tommy would favor wingies. <laughs> That's a show that I've never seen. British uh, Chris Farley? Uh, no, Van Morrison. <laughs> 
Oh, Van Morrison is yeah, a Steve's number of times. Yeah. Sensational. Yeah. I really like it. Sensational. Next time he comes through town. And Van- he, he, a couple of times during the concert, he, he will move around and play every instrument in a song. Uh, Van Morrison says, rock and roll is about simplicity, sincerity, and expressive power, and there is no way you can get away from that. That's why it's good, and that's why it's lasted. It's spiritual music. So. Did you see Belfast, Nick? Uh, no, I know it's on uh, the list, and uh, yep. I, I want to. My friend is a bartender, professional bartender in San Francisco, and Van comes into his bar all the time, uh. says he could not be a nicer guy. He just sits there and has his uh, Manhattan <laughs> and then chills at the bar, but he's like super friendly and he'll tell stories. And- oh, I love hearing that. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of my f- absolute all-time favorites. Eric Clapton played tribute to the late Robbie Robertson by opening the show of his 2023... Marissa, he's trying to get your attention. Uh, 2023 U.S. tour... Uh, with two songs by the band. Uh, Clapton played The Shape I'm In from the band's 1970 album Stage Fright and followed with 1975's It Makes No Difference. And before performing, he simply said Robbie Robertson. Wow. Uh, so he performed those songs in the last waltz, at least um, The Shape I'm In, and it was further on up the road, right? Wasn't that the uh, the duet he does? He trades off guitar with Clapton. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. So, so I've seen it in so long. And there's a point where Robertson's, who is a damn good guitar player himself, he's playing, and you see Clapton kind of nodding, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Robertson's music had a major impact on Clapton, and in 1994, he was given the honor of inducting the band into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then last week, we have a couple of clips from Ozzy Osbourne talking about his uh, current. Album. Obviously, he has Parkinson's disease. Right. So we have two clips. This is the first one uh, just giving an update on his health. My lower back is, I'm going for a, what they call an epidural this soon. soon. Because what, what's happening, what they've discovered, the neck has been fixed. But below the neck, there's two vertebrae when the bike hit me. And, I mean, the, the disintegrate. There's nothing left of them. So they're going to put a, 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 rod, a small rod in what he wants. He sounds uh, like old Ozzy. He does sound like old Ozzy. So, yeah, yeah. Great. A little clearer. But, uh, and then he talks about the, his Parkinson's uh, situation. Okay, here we go. You know something? I never think about it. Mm. I never, I don't go, oh, I've got Parkinson's. Because it's so mild. I mean, it's ridiculous. If I don't take the medication, I tremor a little bit in the morning. But I don't feel okay. I mean, as long as I take the medication, I'm fine. Okay. He says he's doing okay. Austin Powers with that delivery too, right? Yeah. All right, and that is the last item in music news. We will take a break and come back in a second with our last song for the Back to School A to Z. And it is one of the all-time great rock and rollers that we're going to hear a song from in the last of the T-U portion of Back to School A to Z. We'll wrap up the program when we get back. Stay with us. Join the MMR fam for MMRBQ, our all-day end-of-summer festival, Saturday at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Shine Down, Billy Idol, Larkin Poe, Aaron Jones, Dirty Honey, Finger Eleven, Tiger Cub, and Vixen 77. Are we doing on the barbecue? Plus the President Steve side stage with Sidearms Live Band Karaoke, a Jackie Bam Bam DJ set, and PNS Pal, Don McCloskey and Band. Gates open at noon and tickets start at just 25 bucks. Text MMRBQ to 39333 for details or hit up WMMR.com. Don't miss MMRBQ 2023 from 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 
sponsored by Meineke, doing car care right. Also by Pro Team Collision and Wilson's Secret Sauce Barbecue. Yes! Little Richard. That is 93.3 WMMR. Absolutely. Tutti Fruity. One of the all-time's great. One, one, of the, one of the fathers of rock and roll right there. Uh, if you any documentary about the Beatles, who did they love? Oh, Little Richard, absolutely. So happy to bring that to you. MMR's back to school today. I just whenever I hear Tutti Frutti, I think of that. I think it's a Denny's commercial where the guy keeps coming in and uh, in disguises because he wants to get the deals, and <laughs> right, he's wearing yeah. like a glasses and a mustache, and he goes, "I'll have the rooted tutti, fresh and fruity." <laughs> you remember that? I do. Okay. I think of I don't think of that. I think of uh, the movie. Top Secret, because uh, Val Kilmer's yes, yes, right, yeah, Nick yeah. Uh, does his version of Tutti Frutti, <laughs> uh, which is pretty awesome. So, uh, we all have our own memories of yes. these songs. And Tutti Frutti is everything to everyone. Yeah, some of them are restaurant memories, and right. other ones are uh, goofy movie right. memories. So. Val Kilmer performances. Yep. Um, so, I would like to thank uh, for being on the program today, Anthony Frenzo. Yeah, uh, Anthony's local guy. He and his buddies are on a game called Buddy Games. It's a contest. It's a it's a game show, and it uh, debuts tomorrow night on CBS. And he's part of Team Philly Forever. And Josh Small is the host. A two hundred thousand dollar prize. Maybe they win. Maybe they. We don't know. We'll have to find out tomorrow night. And the games are all exactly the kind of stuff that you play with your buddies. Yep. He was all fired up. So yeah. uh, hopefully it went well for him. And I want to reiterate the fact that we made an announcement this morning, starting on Monday, is the thing we call Crumbum Cash. And it's your chance to win a thousand dollars. You're a real crumbum. Wow! Yes. He's on well the loudspeaker. Done. That was Casey and and Steve hitting their sound okay. effects at the same time. Three, two, one. You're a real crumbum. Nah. All right, <laughs> three, two, one. You're a real crumbum. That's how you do it. And the squeaky door was in the background for those of you who heard it. Um, yeah, when we're on the air, don't go through that door anymore. Go through that door. Dude, it is still <laughs> so insanely squeaky. Bill left, was it yesterday? Yesterday. And, like, uh-huh. and the further you open, like the, yeah. the wider you open the door, the louder it is. Yep. All right, Crumbum Cash starts on Monday, by the way, and it's your chance to win $1,000 five times a day, and it's 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, 3 and 5 p.m. We announce a keyword, and then you have 50 minutes uh, after the hour to enter it. Um, we'll tell you about how you're doing everything, but it's sponsored by Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing, so we're excited <laughs> to bring back the cash contest. And uh, that sound actually is the opening of the coffin, Jackie Bam Bam! Yeah! I know I'm in the right spot. <laughs> nice to see you, bud. How are you? I am wonderful. I heard Little Richard. They got him. You got me. We're off to a flying start today. Yeah, absolutely. Great news. All right, why don't we do the letter of the day first and foremost? Ready? Let's do it. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter C as in Chuck E. Cheese. All right. <laughs> and we have, what's it, Wednesday? We have two more to go. And then we will give away $500 from the Bagster. The Bagster is the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup. And you can buy it at any home improvement store. Fill it and simply schedule your collection. And it's gone. Clean it up with the Bagster dumpster in a bag. So we give that away on Friday. Obviously, more than the A to Z with you, Jackie Bam Bam, right? Yeah, a little Richard. So that means I'm at the end of the T's I've taken. And I did a little homework. I counted... 
223 T's, so I'm on the tail end of it. And uh, yeah. speaking of T, Twisted Sister, Yo Romano's got her cut sleeve uh, denim jacket <laughs> on with, right, the, with yeah. the Motorhead Twisted Sister patch on the back. She got a Target. <laughs> I didn't get a Target, but... Okay. <laughs> nice. So that's that and more coming up. And more. All right. All right. Thank you, Jackie. All right. I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. And the President Steve Show <laughs> runs on Duncan. Also, uh, Wild Fork Meat and Seafood Market. You can enjoy the largest selection of quality meats and seafood at low prices. Uh, tomorrow on our program, look at this. Christopher Knight will be joining ah, us. Peter, Peter Brady from the Brady Bunch. Oh. Uh, and we also have uh, comedian Adam Ray on oh. as well. And uh, we'll have stuff to give away and things to do. And by popular request, another round of Cowbell. Name that Cowbell. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll see. All right, that's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. President and Steve. Yeah. On ninety-three-three WMF. Shopify helped businesses break sales records over the holidays with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.